Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. All right, welcome to episode 41 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. I am, as always, Devin Turak. And this is a very special anniversary episode. It is because indeed. This is our third anniversary. Can't believe we've been doing this for three years. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I am joined today, of course, by Patrick Leeson, who's always here. Hello. <laughs> and hello. our original founding member, Patrick Ramsahoy, is here as well. Hello. And frequent contributor Dwayne is here. Howdy. So we have a full house, kind of. We're missing Paul, but uh, he had some family issues that kept him away today. So he's unable to join us. Understandable. Um, and we'll we'll do without him for yep. today. Um, so as I mentioned, this is our third three anniversary. Years. I can't believe already three or, years. Sorry, it's not quite yet. I, I don't remember the exact date that we recorded our first episode on, but the date the first episode was released is November third, November fourth. Anyway, this upcoming Wednesday. It'll be close. Well, you probably won't well, hear it until and November fourth is Wednesday. Right. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's the fourth, and so I will be attempting to release this. For the 4th of November to honor the third anniversary of the first episode of the Remember, remember, it's the 4th of November. Is it the 5th? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Exactly. See, Dwayne got it. I forgot it. You missed it. As always, we start the podcast the way we always do. I already opened uh, mine up, dude. I couldn't wait. That's why I said wait. I couldn't wait, man. <laughs> I did when they introduced me. It's the, me and the beer opening is sort of, you know, uh, everyone knows that. Do we have special guests, Bob and Doug McKenzie? <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, but I did. I have uh, failed again. Sorry, Pat. Uh, uh, no, but I did do an interview with uh, just a quick one f- uh, friend of ours, Phil O'Connor, who's mm-hmm. a game designer who's been working 20 years in the industry. So a very quick interview. Hopefully that'll go up. Uh, around the same time as this podcast? Um, it might be the following week, just because yeah. of uh, release commitments that we have for The Force is Not Always With You. Right. The kind of sister companion to uh, to this, yeah. where we I run a uh, Star Wars D6 game from West End Games. <clears throat> those of you, for those of you who haven't yet had a chance to check it out, it's actually a lot of fun. We're basically, I'm cutting out all the boring parts in between, so it's really just action, dialogue, dice rolling, that sort of thing. We talk about the mechanics of the game, so we try to explain how the game is played as we're going along, because I'm playing with people who are not only new to Star Wars, the role-playing game, game, but to role-playing gaming in general. So, it's actually been a lot of fun. And like I said, the the interview with Phil will be up hopefully the same time. Right, so probably the next, the following week. Uh, Other than that, so this, oh, sorry, I'm having to take your place again. This is the new stuff we've seen and all that. Uh, Yeah, so... And this is rare. You haven't seen very much. What are you talking about? I've seen everything. Everything! <laughs> <laughs> everyone! Send everyone! <sighs> um, right, so let's let's do our months in the hobby since it's been, been a long two time. and a half months, I think. Yes. Since I, 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 I just want to add one thing, just due to bizarre coincidence mm-hmm. and how things worked out. This means I've actually gone on the podcast twice in a row. <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> right. Because first, episode first, 40. First yep. time for yep. that. <laughs> I think it's a better so, record than that. So this is, t- <laughs> so then, is this episode 41 or 42? This, this is 41. Because we need to do a special episode for episode 42. Of course not. It's the because answer it's to life, the universe, and everything. I am currently living the answer to life, the universe, and everything. That's true. You are 42. Until next April, yep. I am 42. 42. Nice. Uh, well... We'll have to talk about that then for the next recording. It would have been funny. 
if our anniversary episode happened to be episode 42. No, but apparently, we, we are unable to get together more than once every three months yes. to do a podcast, which is pretty painful. Okay, so what have we done or seen in the last three months? Let's paraphrase. Patrick, you go first. Well, actually, I was going to say, Patrick and I have both watched this new Japanese anime, called, uh, which is on Netflix, called Psycho Pass. Okay. Uh, which is sort of a little bit like Minority Report from Philip K. Dick, where the society is controlled by this thing called civil, which basically reads people's brain waves to see if they're going to be criminals or not. So it doesn't actually read your thoughts, but it's reading your impulses, your potential in that to see if you are... Well, they call it your latent criminality. Right. Oh joy! Well, it's and it, but it's interesting. I can't, I can't see that going wrong. <laughs> well, and that's where it comes into because you get people that because they've seen something or something happened to them, their latency goes up where they're considered a potential criminal, right? And then get taken in by the system, right? Or those who with low end jobs or low education or stuff like that are pretty much automatically guaranteed. Well, you're gonna you're a latent criminal, high risk, high risk, right? And that there's only one season so far, sixteen episodes. Um, it's actually pretty interesting. There, it is Japanese anime, so there's that going behind it. Right. And what's interesting is they do mention Philip K. Dick in there. There's these two villains are talking, and they're talking about Philip K. Dick novels. Okay. But they don't mention Minority Report. Right. Because um, that's a novella. No, no. That's another one. The other one I've seen recently is there's a couple of movies I saw just recently, which I wanted to talk about. One was The Gunman. I just watched that last night. With Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yep. And... It's an interesting uh, thriller, mm-hmm. and that, but what I, one of the things I love because this is Devin and I, you have talked to, talked before. There's explosions. Right. They drop a grenade in a room, and there's no flames. Right. There's concussive force and right. shrapnel, right. but there is no flames. There's no giant fireball. They threw a grenade in a car. <clears throat> yes, it blew up, and there was a bit of flames because of the gas tank, but it wasn't a yeah. fireball. Right. It was like, oh yeah, the little bit of fire from the gas. That's it. The, the, the car was still, you know, not burning at the end. Right. So okay, I have a question for you, Pat. Yeah. Did you find it at all preaching? A little bit. I found it extremely preaching in two aspects. One was the repetitive uh, concussion injury to the brain. Yes. Because that that plays a huge role in his um, his, um, uh, behavior. I'm going to touch upon that again in a second. Go ahead. Continue. The second part I found preaching about was, oh, evil corporations going into developing countries doing evil things. Yeah, can you read money. Halle Burton? Well, <laughs> Halle, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that this isn't something that happens all the time, but just the way the, the news broadcasts were done was a little bit. Yeah, no, it was... But the, both both of those things kind of were integral to the movie, so I didn't find them too out of place, but it was just a, maybe well, the, a little... The preachiness the to me got to me like a little bit because it kept going on and yeah. on and on. The uh, concussive one was interesting because I watched another movie I saw was with Nick Nolte. Uh, dying of dying of dying of the light. Yeah, I think, I think it's called. I think that's right. And he does a good job in it because mm-hmm. we everyone makes fun of Nick Nolte because he's been over the top lately. Like any movie he does, he's like because this crazy eye bugging right. out and everything. He does a good movie. Uh, and this one, he does a good job. But also, what he's suffering from is the 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 brain damage due to concuss or brain trauma. Right. I think part of it is because this is now a big issue. Overall, for society, because with the football injuries right. and hockey, hockey and all that, yeah. so even, Hollywood even in soccer, even in soccer, so Hollywood always tends to try, uh, sort of do what's current, right? Even in their movies, so the Sean Penn one is there, and Nick Nolte is there, but it's too much now, I think, yeah, because yeah, it's it's like okay, I understand that's there, but 
how many movies do we have to have it in? Right. But again, Nick Nolte does a good job in this one. He, he's back to his serious acting. Mm. He's got some good chops in there. And good backup actors. Cool. Uh, speaking of those types of movies with, like, say, Hitman sort of things, I just today, in fact, just like four hours ago, I went to see Sicario. Oh, right, yes. The, the new Hitman movie yes. with... Um, Something Bardem. I, I can never remember his first name. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. And, uh, and Jessica Biel. And, and Jessica Biel. No, not Jessica No, no, not Jessica Biel. It's, uh, it's the girl from... Oh, damn it. And it's the girl from um, the... the Will, Not Will Smith. The... Um, oh, I'm going to have to cut all this Tom up. Cruise? Tom Cruise movie with... Uh, Emily, Emily Blunt. Yes. Uh, it's a really good movie. Okay. And her uh, behavior in the movie... Appears like seems accurate how someone from the outside coming into this world would be would react, and some of the stuff that she gets kind of the, the situations she gets put in are horrific. Uh, another one I saw about the gunman thing is uh, the one with Pierce Brosnan, Survivor, I with seen. I just drew him up. Mila Jovovich. Okay, in there. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's a highly paid assassin mm-hmm. hitman type thing. It's not bad. Sort of mid range, yes. It just again at the end though is like, why not just walk away? Why does the bad guy have to go to that extra bit to be killed when he could just walk away? Oh, I give up. I stop. I've got no. It's Uh, for money. Right. Yeah. So we're talking Robert De Niro and Heat. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's although they did kind of did a really good job in that one of really. Demonstrating that that was kind of fatal flaw. And that was sure his, yeah. enough, it ended up being. Well, fatal. it's interesting right. because Val Kilmer's character and he walks, walks away. away. From he yeah. walks. He just walks. Like she, his his wife gives yeah. his wife or girlfriend gives a signal, and he just drives away. Yep. But in that, that's where it's that. That's what I want to see more of. Where the bad guy is smart enough to go. Um, I'm going to get killed if I continue here. Right. I'll just stop and go away somewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, Trying to think. Gaming-wise, I haven't done very much. Uh, it's just been because we work until eight o'clock at night. Doesn't give me a chance to game with too many people. Right. Although I did start up uh, Space Marine again. <laughs> You're constantly restarting that game. It's just so much fun to play it every once in a while. Cause it's just like sure. you're hacking at orcs. You're shooting. What's your mission? I don't care. I just go and kill orcs. And again, because there's not very many cutscenes. Because I that's been my issue mm. issue with that. So that's pretty much it for movie. Oh, sorry, season 10 of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I watched the entire one. I sat through and plowed through it. Well, I see your eyes aren't bleeding. There's nothing <laughs> oozing out your no, ears. No, so, but okay. it, it, it's interesting because when you, like, your, you said your friend Dwayne has started watching from the beginning all the way through. Yep, she had never watched it. So it and you can see the progression. They, they've actually progressed properly. Like, it's not just the same old scenarios over and over again right. like a lot of series do. Big Bang Theory, <clears throat> but they progress. The story has progressed. Forget Big yeah, Bang Theory. Any crime procedural. Yes. There's like forty some odd seasons of CSI, CSI put together, and they're all the same. They're all identical. Whereas Supernatural, similar to Buffy, there was a progression of the characters mm-hmm. and development. Like yeah. they grew and fought as time went along. Right. With my, my problem was, and I guess still is, with Supernatural. The fun, like it just—it stopped being fun. Oh yeah, there's, there's well, it's very dark. Like there's it's, very little fun. It's grim. Yeah, it's 
Right. Although they do a couple every once and, in a while, they always have the meta, the meta ones. Yeah, but <coughs> you know, it, it ends up being a little too few and far between. Yeah. It, well, like and I said, that's where they've progressed they to have, that point. They out. have a history of killing off characters who I actually like. Right. Don't watch season particularly 10. female characters. Yep. Don't watch season ten. No, I have no intention. I'm, I'm never going back to Supernatural. I mean, like I gave up somewhere around. Season seven, maybe yeah. about four or five episodes in, um, with the Leviathans. Is that yes, the yes, Leviathans. Leviathans. Yes. Yeah, and it's just like. You know, well, one of the things it. they did That's... in season ten spoilers here is don't. I have to. I haven't even seen it. You're not going to watch it. Uh, of course, I'm going to watch. Oh, okay. I love Supernatural. Oh, that's right. Too. Okay, so okay. never mind. Yeah. It's just the development of because you know Cass's character is ba- he's actually in a human body, right? right? So they had. That's where it's interesting too. It's like angels take over human bodies, yeah. and what happens to their lives afterwards? Well, they, they actually go into it in season nine. What happens when they? And in season ten, they continue more too, which is very interesting because yeah. it actually follows through. Of like, wait, this person just walked away. Yeah. The family's just going. Uh, yeah, we, he just disappears from time to time. <laughs> but you're right. It is. It is yeah. gotten there, darker. There, there've been a couple of things where I was kind of interested. I mean, they had Amanda Tapping as a big bat. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, like, I love Amanda Tapping. She's awesome. But it still wasn't enough to get me to watch Supernatural again. Right. Any of the Angels versus Demons episodes are really, really good. And I love the way the Angels are depicted. And the actor who plays Crowley is awesome. Sure. Oh, he yes. King no. of Hell. <laughs> no. King of hell. Yeah, and that guy's been on every oh, yeah. actor who plays him. So I guess I'm glad I went through season 10. I know Dwayne is like... I'm, I'm, I think he probably bought a house in Vancouver by now. <laughs> um, it just, for me, that's more my type of thing is that yeah. as it's gone along, I'm like, I enjoy it. So I've been watching a lot of the superhero shows. I watched all of the first season of Gotham, which was really good. I, yeah. I, a lot of people panic. I just... Couldn't be bothered. A lot, a lot of people are like that, but I really got into it. I really dug it. And when you enjoy Flash well, and well, Green Arrow, yeah. if well, you like, if you like the first season of Gotham, mm-hmm. um, the reports that I've been seeing in geek media and stuff is that season two is leaps and bounds ahead of season one of Gotham. Yeah, but it also sounds so. like it's it's going more towards a uh, villain of the week style. Oh, okay. Well, I think they're trying to introduce too many of Batman's villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's what I was worried about. It's like, oh, we've got to, we've got to introduce the the croc and oh, <laughs> yeah. scarecrow. And, right. Well, why? Well, uh, they also, weren't there before. Also, one of the problems with it is that they're introducing all these people as youngsters yes. often or very early on in their careers. Yeah. Well, there's still another what ten years to go before they Batman. actually get to the point where Batman first appears yes. as Batman because he has to go and do his training. He has to grow up. He's only what like nine or ten years old at that yeah. time. So. Uh, is the show going to go on for 10 years? Probably not. I mean, Smallville did, but that was that was like a one-off. Yeah. Nothing really goes. Supernatural is another. But very few shows actually go that yeah. sort of distance but, anymore. But that's partly um, network politics and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, Smallville mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Supernatural are both CW shows. Is um, Supernatural CW? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Really? And so the thing is, is that what constitutes a success on that network mm-hmm. is a lot different than other networks. Very different. Right. And so they have absolutely, as long as the numbers are staying kind of steady, right. at what constitutes a hit for them, right. they are more than happy to just keep yep. 
selling out. I mean, admittedly, admittedly, they're not high, super high budget either. I mean, oh, but they're very well done. Well, they are very well done, but you know, compared yeah. to uh, Flash right. or. Right. Um, yeah. Oh wait! Isn't the Flash? The Flash also is also CW. 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 Also CW. Really? Right. Just, yeah. it, it looks... Anything DC is CW, with the exception for Super of Supergirl and, and, and Gotham. And Gotham. All oh, right, because but, I mean, that's why this Flash has good effects as well. Flash has brilliant effects. Yeah. Well, where's Arrow? Is Arrow CW as well? Arrow yes. CW. Yeah, they're, they're the same universe. Yeah. Well, Arrow CW. I, or, I um, have an issue Flash. with Gotham just based on the premise mm-hmm. because either it's got to be just another police procedural, right? Or going the way they've gone, Jim Gordon has to fail because yes. if he succeeds in controlling the villains that are popping up, there's no need for Batman. Right. And the thing is, there. But if he fails, how does he become commissioner? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's because he's supposed to be the cop in a corrupt society. Right. Like that's the yeah, whole thing about Jim Gordon, right? Well, yes. Yeah. But that's they don't the need thing. to be I introducing mean, Batman's villains to do that. They yeah. don't. You're right. But that's that's just to get the the fans but, but in that's on the, the, yeah. the yeah. game. You know. I, uh, I saw an interview on Interspace, uh, Space Channel's Geek News program, where they had in uh, the actors who play Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and Selena Kyle. Stuff, nice kids, and everything like that. And it was interesting to hear their take on things okay. and stuff. But even still, like, I mean, I, I struggle to try to watch the shows I want to watch. I just don't have the time. Right. And that, and I have the added difficulty that there's a few shows that I like where my wife doesn't, mm-hmm. and so it's like, when do I get to watch those? Right. Because it's not terribly often I have the house to myself. No. But also, <laughs> I just hate so, commercials. No, that's commercials why I hate watching shows. Well, I, I I can't watch anything live. No. I mean, like, I count myself lucky. I have a PBR that holds like hundreds of hours of television. Right now, I think it, I've got it up around 70%. Wow. <laughs> but, but uh, so I need to become a little more choosy about what I'm actually going to try to invest in. And I heard the concept for Gotham, and I was going, well, partly it's that I've never really been a Batman guy. Right, and it's definitely I mean, not for sure. You. You know, but the so, problem also, like Patrick says, it has to be very dark. Because yeah. Jim Gordon... He's just a basic cop in a very like. There's yeah. the criminals are winning and the cops are all corrupt. Right. This is why Batman comes in. Right. So it has to be right from the the idea. Jim Gordon is failing and just struggling yeah. to stay as the only good cop in a whole corrupt system. And and oh. it's that, but also a part of it is how does he maintain his purity? Because even from the very beginning, he's had to cross some lines that yes. he didn't want to cross. Yes. Yeah. He's had to. He's had to make deals but with some of the criminals. Mean, that's basically, you're looking at something like the Shield, right? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're suppose, cops doing slightly good. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's the Shield started off when they were very corrupt, and yes. they tried to kind of pull themselves out yes. of it when they realized just how bad. But they that'd be the same thing with Jim Gordon. He'd be surrounded by those sort of corrupt right. cops. But the other, you know, in fact, this is to, coming in in season two. Yeah. Another way to look at it is that, really and truly. Batman hasn't made that huge difference to Gotham either. Well, that okay. actually, more, is a, that is a good point. There, it's, more, it's more that, you know, he's actually made argued, worse. Yeah. He argued that Jim Gordon succeeds and that the whole place doesn't go completely to hell. Right. Well, but then that and can be used for a lot of people. Comes in and all he's managed to do is that the whole place still isn't going completely to hell, despite the fact that the opposition has gotten crazier. Know, 
exponentially worse. Right. Well, with the introduction of this mass vigilante, all of the villains that he ends up fighting against have also become exponentially worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So he's actually making it worse for the people on the street, not really helping them out. But at that's all. not just Batman. If there's yeah. a, a again, it's all the second I quote a lot, Crack.com sure. has had one yeah. where they show. Superman, oh, yeah. uh, Iron Man, Spider Man. Yep. Do you really want to live in their worlds? No, God, no. It's horrible. I mean, yeah, as a that hero, shit happens all the as time. As a hero, you think it's yeah. great, but then you look as a normal person. Yeah. You've got this shit blowing up in front of your face all the time, like nonstop, nonstop. Yeah. And then crazier people keep coming into the town, right? To and then all of a sudden, the aliens come in because they've heard yeah. about how good but also, like, defenders yeah. are. Like seriously, Iron Man. If he was really a good person, instead of building billion-dollar suits. Hmm, let's give free education, free health care, uh, pay every single person X amount of money every year so it cuts down crime. Listen, human greed will not let that work. Uh, they cut down crime so hey. much, though. Same as Batman. He's a billionaire. He wants to help his city. Friggin' put in free medical clinics, free yeah, libraries, true. free education, free universities. But you know what happens if he is, tries to open a free medical is, clinic? Is that it gets bombed by fucking supervillains who well, hate him. Yeah. Well, he has to do Batman. Also, let's be fair. I mean, like, in the Batman universe, the Wayne Foundation is a very real thing yeah. doing an awful lot of charitable work. Sure. Right. But they do include that. But that's really a, more a tax haven for the Wayne Corporation than yeah. anything yeah. else. I, know, I mean, still, I mean, look I mean, at the like, Batmobile. they done that. Right. Yeah, but the, the thing is, though, like, he still could, instead of going for all the training, all that money he spent on everything, just, I'm going to give a free medical clinic at every corner. Right. Free university. Free education. Right. Any, oh. Anyone going on a, working as a doctor or going to train to be a doctor, their entire ride is paid yeah. for. Exactly. So all of a sudden people, well, wait, why did I rob the medical clinic? I can go get, and get it for free. Oh. All right. Uh, they still rob the medical clinics. Well, still be, yeah, there will always be some criminal elements. That but will there wouldn't that. be the people like the Penguin, people. Scarecrow. You know, the rhinoceros, all these people would come out because one yeah. person's worth a cost. Well, it's, 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 it's one of the big debates, really. And one of the interesting things, I guess, you can take from Gotham is it's positing the notion that these guys would have been there anyway. Mm, I don't think they would have been no. as crazy had it had, if they didn't have the trigger that Batman yeah. has. So Batman becomes this beacon of... of, of Something that they now want to go and fight. Yes. So, so they end up upping their game. I know that. He also includes other mass vigilantes. Sure. Because now, hey, this guy gets well, away with it. I mean, like it is one of the big arguments of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Example, yeah, absolutely. That you know, all this craziness. But again, we're another yeah. movie that touched upon it. Kickass. Yep. Why has never like all the movies, all the comic books? Why has no one ever tried to do it? Well, because well, they got laughed at. They get laughed at, or they get fucking killed. Yeah. Because let's face it, the real criminal element out there in this day and age, it's not hard to find out who you are. Right. Yep. And they have guns. And they have guns. <coughs> guns are very effective at killing yeah. people. So exactly, it's yeah. like oh, so if you try to be a superhero nowadays, with because no one has real powers, so mm-hmm. you'd be the I'm the Batman with money and stuff. Right. Well, you're easier to find because how much money do you have? Mm, let's see how many rich people are out there who are healthy, young, and oh, well, what if he shit the wrong guy? Fuck oh, well, it. there's only 30 of them. Exactly. <laughs> let's kill all 30. <laughs> we start, we kill, he's still good. Right. Next one down the line. <laughs> Eventually, we'll okay. hit the right guy. Yeah. So, but that's, that's, so yeah, that's where I had the same thing for me. It's Gotham. It's like, 
You know they're going to try and put all the Batman yeah, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, and, and they're, they're doing it too quickly is the problem. Whereas Arrow and Flash, they're actually the guys. <sighs> uh, has anyone seen the new Supergirl, though? No. Yes. Yeah, I heard it's really good. It is. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I've been... Um, so how does it compare to the movie? Listen, <laughs> I, well, I actually really like the movie. Well, they they pulled and, the Flash. And 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 a fun and a fun little touch, um, the Danvers, her adoptive parents, yeah. are being played by Helen Slater, the original Superman, original Superman. and Dean Cain, Superman from Lois and Clark. Yeah. So uh, they, they just so far they haven't actually had a scene. They were a cameo in the pilot where mm -hmm. it shows Kal-El basically dropping off Kara with these people. Uh, they did give a little bit of backstory there. They claimed that the Danvers were scientists mm -hmm. who helped Superman develop his powers, which is something brand new. Right? Yeah. Like that's not in that wasn't in continuity anywhere. No, right? no. Now it's now it's something new. But um, no, great episode. Um, over over the years, I've gotten really tired of the secret identity as a trope. Yes, um, I get. It's not something that works for me. Um, if you ever get a chance, read uh, Ultimate Spider-Man number thirteen, which is a single-issue comic. It's completely self-contained, and all it is is Peter Parker telling the teenaged Peter Parker telling his teenage best friend Mary Jane Watson that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's all that it is in the entire episode, but it is brilliant. But anyways, I've come to enjoy revelation scenes yes. where the hero or the protagonist or whatever tells a confidant or whatever right. who he is or whatever. Um, there is a brilliant one of those in Supergirl. Um, I won't spoil it because it's only came out last Monday. Right. Although, from what I understand, the pilot was leaked online, so if you went hunting, you could have seen it for the past okay. couple of months. Yeah, but but some a really of us good... don't like to watch anything until the entire season is ready. Which is why I'm trying yeah. to no. but trying to consider your sensibilities. I agree with the identity. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> one, one of the shows that actually had a number of brilliant revelation scenes, I don't know if any of you guys ever saw a Canadian show called The Listener. No. Um, CTV show, uh, it came to a close last year. Uh, the initial premise was a paramedic who had telepathy. Okay. Who found himself getting involved in situations and eventually evolved more towards a procedural where he joined a special uh, integrated investigation bureau task force, which is it was a fictional agency okay. that brought in various police forces across Canada. It was definitely a Canadian show, but the guy was a telepath. Right. Yeah. And so there was a few times where he told people he was a telepath. And they didn't believe him? Initially, they don't. But he'd do stuff like... Would you? The first, the first time was his best friend. Right. And so he started parroting what the guy was thinking before he had a chance to say it. Right. So, and all that stuff. And then they flipped it on its head. A few seasons down the line, he wants to convince his girlfriend. But his girlfriend is the only person he's ever met that he can't read. Okay. So it's like, he can't do that I sort of thing. I can't prove it yeah. to you. 
So instead, he starts pointing out people around the restaurant, and he's here going, okay, that guy's about to propose to his girlfriend. He's got, the, he's got a ring in his right pocket, and he's just kind of like counting down in his head. It's going to happen right around now. <laughs> and at that point, the guy pulls a ring out of his pocket. Right. You know, but I guess he had to. Stuff. I was going to say, I guess he had to make it where his girlfriend. He couldn't read his girlfriend because. Yeah, or else. Well, well, it was one of the reasons he fell for her, actually. Yeah, but no, it's also just imagine any relationship when you try and tell your girlfriend, I read minds. And I can read yours. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no wonder you we get along so well, because right. you know exactly what to say. So you're actually manipulating. Yes. Yep. Right. But, um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I enjoy that sort of thing. So Supergirl, like I said, had had a very nice little scene of that. It was hilarious. As far, well, as, were, far as humor factor, I thought one of the highlights of the episode. Well, there were two reveal scenes. Excuse me. Um, Melissa Benoist, um, who plays the lead. I've never seen her in anything else. I think she's new. She's, she's yeah. good. Um, the uh, lady who plays her sister uh, was on Grey's Anatomy for quite a while, metal blocking on the name at the moment. But uh, she played Lexi, yeah. who got killed off in a car in a plane crash a couple of seasons back. Lexi Gray, and she was great. Um, and we'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. But yeah, I was going to agree with you for the uh, superhero identity thing. Well, actually, nowadays you're not going to see it very often in movies because they hire big name actors to play in the part, and people want to see their faces, not the, the there costumes. Is, there is that, but I mean, I mean like seriously, that, that was famously why uh, Dredd didn't have his helmet. In yeah, the Stallone so film. ridiculous. Yeah, although it did work with Kurt. Carl uh, Urban. 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 He didn't take something off. off. But the thing is, though, for Iron Man, it's Tony Stark, right? So that's why all the times he's in a suit, you keep you get a close up of his face looking inside the suit, looking at the screen. But that actually worked well. It works well, and I mean, seriously, like it is true in this day and age, having a secret identity is pretty. Unless you're working for the government agency, like Captain America, keeping your identity secret is going to be really hard. One of the few problems. Like, I am a huge fan of The Flash, um, largely because of how fun it is. Yeah, and, it's a really fun You know... And that show not, had some really good reveals. Yeah. yeah. What he tells and, his crew. And that, but they wouldn't reveal it to Iris. And it did a real disservice to the Iris character, in my, in my opinion. Like, the whole... Because she knew. Yeah. Well, 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 not at the beginning, but later on, yeah. She, she knew with about three episodes left to go. Right. Yeah. They did one revelation, and it was actually great. Yeah. And I, and I really enjoyed it because, like, uh, there was a tidal wave yeah. about to crash down on Central City. Yeah. And Barry's all, I didn't want to tell you this way. And boom, just changes into the suit right in front yeah. of her yeah. and goes, run. <laughs> right. And he takes off to try to stop things. But then they undid it. Yeah, because uh, that's, that's when he encounters the time for the first time. Okay. First time he time travels. Yeah. Well, I was going to say... Oh. But she was the only one yeah. who didn't know. That was the main thing. Yeah. Was that everybody... Mm. They told her fiancé, yeah. like the romantic rival, right. they told him right. but not before her. they told her. Yeah. But although she was really taking jail, was able to figure it out. (laughs) But again, it goes back to the film we like a lot, Mystery Man, with making fun of Lance and Captain Amazing. 
He's the oh, same. No. He's not. Lance, where's glasses? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing I like most about the Flash show is the fact that his dad is played by the Flash from the 1990s. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice I, I really like that. That was a nice. Well, I like the. Uh, oh, what, 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 well, they even brought Mark Hamill back. So yeah, true, as true as Trickster. Yep. yep. So that was that was cool. Was it in Smallville or no? Which one was it where they had the Justice League show for a while? That was Smallville. 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 Season nine, I think. Yeah, where they, they introduced like the uh, Hawkman yep. and all that. Yep. That they did well. I thought yeah. they did that really well because. Yeah. I just wish. Um, you guys have heard about Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I heard that it's coming, but nothing more and, than and that. they're doing it's, the setups. It's a new spinoff of the of. Online, they call it the Arrowverse because right. Arrow was, first, was the first one, yeah. And Flash spun out from Arrow. Well, they're going to have Hawk Girl in Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and in a trailer for it, there is a shot of her flying. The special effects are such a massive leap ahead of what they had for Michael Shanks's Hawkman oh, right. in Smallville. Right. It's not even. It's not even close. It's it's so much better. Well, you're talking yeah. almost 20 years. Uh, no, no, 10. Not almost 20 years. Not even 10 years. No, it's got to be more than 10. No, About Smallville. five years. Yeah, since the end of Smallville? No yes. way. No way. Smallville ended around 2011. Yeah. No way. Yes. yes. That can't be true. Yeah. It, it, it was only like... Uh, tw- so it was like it can't be true. It didn't start in two thousand one. It did. Is someone going on? Two thousand one. Patrick going on. Two thousand eleven. Pat's going. Pat's going to go check it out. He's got the the mystery machine. Yep. The 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 to the internet. Yeah. All machines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we shall we shall the, re- <laughs> the Oracle. The Oracle. The reason <laughs> nobody needs to memorize anything anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, but it, it's still there has been a lot of advancements. But the fact oh, that yeah. it's for a TV show too, as opposed to a movie, is. But I mean, like, I love the casting of Hawkman. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Michael Shanks fan. Yeah. I even got to meet the guy once. Oh, really? at, uh, oh at Comic Con. Smallville yeah. ended in 2011. Damn it! I went. <laughs> Why would you argue against Dwayne? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Why? Sorry. Why? I went and watched nine seasons of Smallville back to back when season ten was finally released oh on my DVD. Goodness. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and that. It, it almost broke me. <laughs> yes, I can't believe it. But. Um, Thing I mostly enjoyed about about Smallville, I I got tired of it, and so I didn't watch a lot of the sure. later seasons of that. But um, it was Vancouver production, mm-hmm. and so a lot of Canadian actors that oh, I yeah, whose work them. I enjoy yep. ended up at Small, on Smallville at one time or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was that was fun. And that was like the the first real foray into the DC universe on oh, yeah. CW. Yeah. And it, it did surprisingly well. And yep. it, it looked like it was going to spin off its own series because they introduced Flash. And he, the, the person they had playing Flash was, did a really good well, job. If I remember, they introduced um, if, if I remember right, Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right, um, Smallville may have actually been one of the WB shows. Yes, it was. I think so. so. Yeah. It, it, was I think it, it actually got started no, WB. on the WB okay. before the WB UPN merger that created the CW. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, Patrick, so. what have you seen that's new? Yeah, true. We haven't talked <laughs> to you at all, Pat. What's going on? What's new with me? I actually well, have more shows to talk about, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, 
Gaming-wise, mm -hmm. I started running a D and D three point five campaign. Ooh. Well, hey. no, the reason the reason <laughs> I like three point five. I'm totally anti anything past uh, second ed. Well, the reason I like three point five is because you really can customize your sure. characters as much as you want. Uh, and World of Warcraft, sorry. World of Warcraft. <laughs> sorry. Oh, who said that? They, uh, they also uh, introduced rules so that you could play a monster race, which also impressed me. Um, now, what's kind of interesting about this campaign that I've done is that I got the players together and we basically built the world together. Okay. Um, so uh, it's, it's a little different. Uh, I've got this... Uh, the world is actually a, uh, a moon circling... Uh, or tidally locked in its orbit around a gas giant, okay. which uh, creates really interesting uh, ways of looking at things. It's a 44-hour, uh, or actually no. it's 88 hours days, yeah. right? But 44 of them, you actually have the planet in your sight most of the time, right. and then 22 hours, or... The other 44. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're, no. No, it's... Uh, it works out, I think, to 22 hours. You're actually in total darkness. Yeah. And during that period of time, there are these bad guys that uh, are like unstoppable zombies that uh, yeah. come out. You don't in the dark. want to be out after dark. No. Yeah. They they're there for flavor. Nobody has ever run across them yet. The you know the society or the civilizations have learned how to deal with it. Um, but but it's kind of interesting. We created our own religion, and religion actually plays a. I mean, the church actually plays a bigger role in the politics of the world than it does in your typical D and D campaign. Yes, right. So more like real world. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, my goal in in starting this was to give people a chance to play something they've never played sure. before, because you know players like tend to fall into ruts and and play the same things over and over again. Yeah, I, said, I almost always tend to play a paladin in situations like that. Yeah. And I said, do whatever you want. You want to try being. Uh, an orc ranger, go right ahead. If there's this weird little class you saw in one of the source books somewhere that you wanted to give a try, go for it. Right. Totally okay with that. Uh, and so far, I think everybody's enjoying it. Pat's going to be joining. He was involved in a lot of the uh, world creation. Okay. Uh, and Dwayne's been in it. Uh, I'm going to be playing a Minotaur half pa uh, monk paladin. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. so he, he's going to be as uh, Chang quite your you know little. I'm Kung actually, Fu action. I'm not surprised at the Minotaur part yeah. at all. No, no, not with me. No, of course. Right. But, but, but he's not going to be an actual, a normal Minotaur. He's going to be a Krim Minotaur. The Dragonlance okay. ones, yep. which are you know not as wild and beastly. Right. But it's yeah, the other monk, yeah. paladin, sort of, you know, the uh, Kung Fu. Uh, yeah. Walking around through the world. With, I've got my robes. Mm -hmm. yep. but, uh, yeah. And I'll be doing a lot of stuff of... Violence begets violence. <laughs> you must control your anger, or it will control you. Or your anger. You, know, you yeah. must say, or your anger will control you. Because it has to be the exact same words, and then the opposite of the exact words. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, that, that's been going along really well. Uh, the party has been in uh, as small as three characters, and right now we're up to, I think, five seven or eight. Six. What, well, yes. Seven with me. Yeah. Now, the, the premise for the campaign is that there is a prince mm -hmm. who is uh, son of the emperor, but he's so far down the line, he's got no chance of ever having any real power. Okay. But he still has the family Wait. name and access to the family Maybe wealth. Maybe I should play a assassin then. Hey, look, prince, you're closer now. 
<laughs> oh, look, you're closer. Well, he doesn't want. He doesn't want to have the power. I don't care what he, he just, wants. He just. I don't care what he wants. If I'm in his, if in an entourage. Yeah. <laughs> oh he, wait. He just enjoys going out, having fun, and spending. The yes, family that's money. what he may want. An NPC or actually. He is an NPC, okay. but he is the reason why the party is but together. They Patrick, are all his. That's what he okay. wants. All connected. But I'm saying, if somehow along the lines, a lot of his family members keep dying off, and he gets closer and closer, <laughs> as one of his entourage, <laughs> that's good for me. Uh, <coughs> not necessarily. <laughs> hey, Prince, you've worked your way up now. You're third in line. Way well, to go. Yeah, so the party has recently discovered that uh, the only reason that Dad tolerates the Prince is because Mom loves her little boy. <laughs> if it was up to Dad, the Prince would have been uh, cut off long. So the Dad's going to go first, then. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the Emperor. Yeah, exactly. Good, <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> So, You've so got to be a lot better than fifth level to be. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> stuff that I have so watched. Much. Really, I think the last movie I went to see was Ant Man. So oh yes, you wanted to talk about Ant Man? How it's like Iron Man. Uh, well, yes, I, I, that was one of my peeves about it. Okay, well let, let's let's get into that because this is a a notion I'm actually curious about. Okay, well the the first off, I'm going to go into the whole Hope Van Dyne and uh, uh, Janet. No, no, not Janet. Um, Wasp. Well, yeah, no, the, the, the guy who plays Ant Man, uh, Paul Rudd's character. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, Scott Lang. Scott yes. Lang, yes. That whole romance that pops up right at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, that was way too forced. Uh, I That really broke me out of the movie right then and really? there when it happened, yeah. Isn't that like the one that the romance happened in Jurassic World? Well, it, yeah, it's. Where like, did this come from? Yeah, it was a romance that happened just because they needed to have a romance in there, right? <laughs> She started off not really liking him. She started to respect him as things went on. But his big focus was on his daughter. So him having an interest in Hope really didn't make any sense okay. to me. At least not at this point. <coughs> Maybe in movie two or three, sure. But at the end... Because they developed movie, a relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was also saying earlier that it was basically Iron Man over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dwayne was like, how do I see that? Yeah, well, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not seeing it at all. You've got to keep in mind that Tony Stark is basically Henry Pym and Scott Lang mixed together, right? Uh, because you've got Pym owning the corporation, he's getting kicked out of it by this other guy who's taking over, uh, and now the whole fight is to take is to deal with this guy who has taken over the corporation. So that's very much the plot of the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. Right. Well, but I have stain, uh, stone. Or stain. Stain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the thing is, also in Ant Man, they they split up the Ant Man yeah. from the original. Yeah. Because in the original it was Pym who yeah. was the original. Yeah, but Scott Lang has been introduced in the comics. Well, as no, the oh, replacement. As a replacement, it was Henry Pym or who was a. But but it, it, Hank almost, Pym. it almost makes more sense because Hank Pym is a, con, a contemporary of. Tony Stark's father. Yes. Yeah. So, so it wouldn't make well, sense in the current universe yeah. to have him younger, him as as him as Batman. I'm talking the cinematic universe. Yeah. Yes. They still could have. They still could have had Henry Pym as. But I yes. have no issues with Scott Lang being Ant Man in this. Yeah. Uh, it, it, in fact, it does kind of add flavor to the whole. Sure, because he's learning about it. Like well, no, it's not that. It's just that there was a superhero before... I see. Well, in between Ant, uh, Captain America and, uh, and Iron Man, right? Henry Pym was out there doing it. Right. Uh, as, okay. as a superhero. Yeah. Right. At least until the early 80s. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, I, I have problems taking Ant-Man seriously. 
Because, like, okay, dude shrinks down to the size, what, of a... An ant. An ant? Okay, ant man, uh, how are you going to get there? I'll go on the back of an ant. Well, that's why you have fly fly flying ants. ants. Yeah, you, you know how fast flying ants go, right? They, they don't, like... You can swat them out of the air. In the movie, they were going pretty fast. Yeah, that's 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 one of the areas that they've always fudged reality. Yeah, yeah. like Thor, I fly. Iron Man, I fly. Right. Okay, Hulk, I just jump. Yeah, Iron, you know, Ant Man. Is <laughs> uh, he gonna catch up with us anytime soon? Maybe we should go for beer first. What he does is he gets onto a jet. And the jet takes him where he wants to go, and then he's back out again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can but, hitch a ride on technology. Not yeah. to mention, he can just grow to, the, to human size, yeah. run if he needs to, and then jump to small size again. Yeah. Okay. And, and it happened in the movie a lot. Okay. okay. You ever see the one car. Wolverine gets fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so. Magneto's at the end of the bridge. You're at the other end. Mm-hmm. I run towards him. Okay, but Storm can hit him with lightning. I run really fast. Yeah, but, but Cyclops can shoot him with, with his eye beams. Right. I'm, but I'm running. Yes, yes, you're running, but, but you know, yeah. same as, you know, Ant-Man. Like, okay, dude, you're running, but, you know, we actually have guys who can... I understand. Yeah, yeah but Ant-Man is shrinking down so that he's not seen, and then he's hitching your ride on something else right. that gets him there. Exactly. He's actually holding on to, to Iron Man's suit as Iron Man is flying to wherever he's trying to get to. Or he's hanging inside. out with Thor, yeah. hanging on to the inside of his cape. Or his beard. Or his beard. Yeah. <laughs> What's so itchy? Uh, <laughs> they, they did a fairly good job of... Did you, have you seen the movie? Nope. You still haven't seen it? Dude, it's so Any good. I'm vague plants. It is still worth seeing. Do you trust my taste in movies? Not that much, no. You don't like Blade Runner. Blade Runner was a terrible movie. My point, exactly. That was the most boring movie I think I've ever seen. My point, exactly. Have you seen 2001? I have seen 2001. Better movie. Yeah. Wait, you found 2001 more exciting than Blade Runner? I didn't find it more boring. Okay. (laughs) It might might be equally boring. Blade Runner was a terrible movie. Okay. See, Uh, then, exactly. So that's my point. Okay, Patrick, I... Do you recommend it? I, I recommend it. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll see it eventually. So don't give me spoilers. Yeah. It's a super, super fun yeah. movie. It, it is fun. Okay, I, I, I will say, like, just I can kind of see the point about the plot, although I consider it to be on a very superficial level, and I'll t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, a lot of Iron Man was indeed him getting pushed out. of Pushed out of the company, like Obadiah Stane was working behind the scenes on these illegal arm deals, all that stuff. All of that is background mm-hmm. in Ant-Man. It's not really a spoiler to say. No, but that, that uh, I've seen. I've seen how it should have ended. That's the main focus yeah. for why they get. Yeah. No, that's the main focus. That's they the get Scott why... Lane to go and break into the thing. No, that's not. That's not the main focus. It's not about the company. It's about the technology. Right. right. The company, he, when this comes up, Hank Pym has been out of Pym technology for years. Right. The problem is that Darren Cross was obsessed with recreating the, the never officially acknowledged Ant-Man technology. But so that, it was a heist to get the technology back. It was never about the, the company. company. Right. Yeah. Whereas That's, Ant-Man, or as Iron Man, was all about the company. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't 
some it minor Tony's, points. It wasn't Tony Stark going back into Stark Industries to get the arc reactor stuff. No, it was that Obadiah Stane, after pushing Tony out, decided that he had to go even further and built a suit of armor yeah, which and went was, after Tony. Which was it's dumb. Not, I yeah, don't find it the same dumb. thing as Oh, it was. Like, wait, like, I now control the company. Mm-hmm. Why would I build a suit and wear it myself? Yeah, but, yeah. but, but he, I think he, it's called he's jealous. Yeah. yeah, he's jealous of our, that Tony could make this himself in a fucking cave surrounded by savages. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the whole point that he made the arc reactor in a cave was it's ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. At least because the original Iron Man suit mm-hmm. was crude, rude. Yeah. It, it, it was very basic. Right. Like, it was... I'm it wearing looks like the suit in the comics. Exactly. Tonk, tonk, tonk. I can barely fly. I'm walking. I'm a suit of armor. And it didn't even have flying capability at all at that point. Uh, no, it had, he could... Yeah, yeah, I think he could jump. He could jump, but he didn't fly. He, he couldn't fly. fly. No, exactly. And, and that was and it. And the Mark One suit in the movie couldn't really fly. No, but it did much better <laughs> than the original. It, it, it seemed a little more advanced. It's also yeah. especially what he was given to work with. Yeah. It's yeah. like... Uh, Okay, I can understand you're an inventor, but when you're given the stuff to build a 386, you're not building a Pentium 2. Right. You're building a 386. <laughs> because the technology has changed since then. If you're given shit to build a Ford Edsel, you're not building a DeLorean, you're building a Ford Edsel. Yeah, but it's, it's even different than that, because he's taking bomb materials. Yes. And, and build, somehow building a suit of armor. Oh yeah, sorry. Out of it. Yeah, you're giving something that you can build a drone with, right. and you're turning it into. How how are you flying? Okay, you can fly for a short amount of time. I'll give you that. Well, no, he, he took the, the the thrust from two uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, and but you know how big those are. Well, he just took a thrust, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Still, that's most of what the missiles are. That's most missiles are. I know. And also, the Stark missiles that they were showing in the movie were admittedly smaller. Yeah, they, they, they were, they were, they were tiny. Right. No, but again, so a missile this big... No, that, that's what's inside the missile. Pat's got oh, his no. fingers about three inches apart. <laughs> oh, sorry, three inches apart. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, three inches apart. It's taking out tanks. Yeah. Yeah, the Jer- the Jericho system. The whole point about the Jericho system is that it's a lot of firepower packed into a very small uh, thing, and then you deliver a lot of those That's tiny women, right? things. Yeah, <laughs> you deliver a lot of those tiny missiles across a very giant battlefield yeah. because you send a, a full size rocket up, it explodes or not explodes, Wait, but it uh, like a cluster gets- bomb. Yeah, like a, like a cluster bomb. Yes, but you don't think cluster bombs don't take out tanks because they're armored. They go, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. what anti-personnel is for. Right. And and cluster bombs are specifically designed as anti-personnel rounds. Yes. These are the equivalent of anti-tank rounds, just in a much smaller... Very much and smaller. And this is a, a universe where a guy in, yeah, true. In, the, in the course of two weeks can create... Eight marks of armor, yes. each with exponentially. Well, no, it's more... not two weeks. It's it's over. It's... Okay, fine. Let's say over the course of a month. It's not. It's not a year. It's a month. Yeah. Over the course of a month, he. he and makes... where was he when fucking London was being attacked? And he makes five <laughs> different yeah, technology not, levels in yeah. that time. Okay. So, and also, why would he never always wear the Hulkbuster suit? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you build the fucking body. maneuverability. Yeah, it's yeah. too bulky. What do you care about maneuverability? Uh, <laughs> you're all dead. You're all dead. Okay. That was done. The Hulkbuster suit, going back to the part of our previous conversation, 
would the destruction in South Africa have been as bad if he hadn't shown up? No. 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 No, <laughs> no it would he not. He made a bad situation a hell of a lot worse. worse. Yeah. Exactly. And Where was the Black Widow for that? And let's be fair, every indication is that stuff like that is going to be forming a lot of the plot of Civil War. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So, let's be so you're saying it may have been uh, intentional? Oh, yeah. Oh, the last the last Age of Ultron movie was intentional to set up a whole yeah, of lot of, of course, yeah. Yeah. which is why there were some problems with it because it was yeah. there was too much put into it, yeah, and there were way too many plot lines. That's what I mean. Because yeah. oh, the, 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 the one thing that I found really hammered in there that I don't understand quite why they did was Thor's vision quest. Yeah, that's all because of the next yeah. Thor movie. But, yeah. I don't. I don't really see why they needed to because no. at this point, people who are interested in Thor are going to be going to see Thor's movie anyway. I know, but, but they they needed you know, him to go off and do something while everyone else was going off to do something. Yeah, because yes. Thor, but, aside from beating up Ultron, Thor wasn't all that necessary to the movie. Oh, he could have been to- totally gone from it. And no one would have missed him. Oh, actually, all you needed was Iron Man and Hulk. Seriously. Black Widow? No. <laughs> I'm taking on Ultron. Really? He's a robot that's an adamantium. Right. I mean, you're, you're not going to do shit well, to your guns are useless. Yeah, but the thing is... You're there for crowd control. No, you're there for... They didn't yeah. have her. And, and crowd control, in this case, was a whole bunch of non-vibranium-coated Ultron robots. Yeah, no. Right. So, and... Widow did fine against those. Yeah, yeah it's just, be honest. I'm sorry, the last scene where they're just standing around protecting the things, like, okay, that was, to me... Boring and overdone. That that scene where they're all looking, they're all beating up all the Ultrons. They come in, really. Hawkeye, Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. How much help are you doing? Yeah, but all you need is come just on. put the Hulk this... there. Protect. Good job. Good boy. Good boy. You get cooked again. At least Hawkeye recognized his. Uh, okay, that was a great speech. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. But also, you needed numbers there. Yeah. I mean, like, no, even you don't. As no, the Hulk no, hold on, is, hold on. Yes, they were coming in from all sides. Yeah, he can only defend one side at a time. Yeah. He just swings his arm. You know, him and, and Iron Man and Thor. That's all the three you need. Just get out of the way of all those guys. Sure. Let them just sit there and just fucking. Par- There's three yeah, of them. Well, they were trying to. Deal with the rest of the problem. No, no, they're trying to make city. the crowd look good for the the team for the audience. Oh, look! Uh, oh. Yes, that's all about. It's all about. There's no reason they're they're they, there. They, they gave everyone something to do. Right, but at the very last scene, all you need is Hulk, Thor, and Iron Man. The rest can go around and protect the rest of the city, but those three are all you need to protect that thing. Oh, wait, and Vision, who can actually lift Thor's hammer. That's because he's not a human. Yeah. That was well. That was a funny line, too. So if you put the hammer in an elevator and it goes up and down, that doesn't count. Oh, sorry, spoiler there. My, my, yeah, my, my, my personal thought there is it's not so much that the hammer can't move, it's that it stays where Thor puts it. Right. Yeah. So if Thor puts it on the floor of an elevator, yeah, it'll move with the elevator. Nobody's still going to pick it up. Yeah. yeah. Except if for the vision. Also, I did absolutely love uh, Captain Wanda. America. Captain America. It wobbled with Captain America. Yes. And Thor's yeah. face. The yeah. Chris, and Chris Captain, Captain did a great did a great job with the reactors. Like, <laughs> well, wait a what? minute. <laughs> it's movie. What the hell? Yeah. Because they're they're. Um, I had an old comic where, where Thor yields it. Basically, Thor got, uh, sorry, Thor got separated from the hammer. Right. This happens an awful lot. Yeah, in it Thor does. Comics. It really does. It from does. the seventies, eighties. 
Because well, like weakness. Superman keeps getting hit with and, kryptonite. Yeah, or and, magic. And or so magic. basically, like Cap is in the same fight. He goes over to, for whatever reason, Thor can't summon it back to himself. I, I don't, I, I don't know whether he was just getting beat up too much or whatever. Cap goes over, actually picks up the hammer and throws, throws it back to him. <laughs> and you know that was just great. And, but. Um, but yeah, but anyways, Age of Ultron, as I understand it, the two main things that are going to inform Civil War are basically uh, the Yugoslavian fight between Hulk and Iron Man, yeah. and the entire thing with that Slovakian Well, city. also Iron Man's belief that he's the guy that can make all the decisions. Well, there, there is that, yeah, which... You know, plays into the fact he created Ultron. Yeah, which was a bit of a switch. I think but Tony Stark's uh, opinion was a lot more of he had he could use technology to make superheroes obsolete. Yes, right. he wants to put himself out of a job. Yes, as at least as far as his hearing. But also, like I, I because he's not he's not signed up for any more Iron Man movies no, except for it's, the it's Avengers. Not, it's not just for that though. It's it's the the background story. Yes, it, is that. He's still suffering from PTSD from the crazy shit that he almost he almost died, yes. and that seriously affects him. And now he's trying to do anything possible to protect people, even if it means taking power out of their hands. Yes, yeah. that's that's at least where he's coming at for the movie. And they did that so. well from Iron Man two or Iron Man three. Yeah. And, well, except Iron Man three had issues with Mandarin and all that. But anyway, it had. I, actually, I love the way they did Mandarin. I don't. Well, that's because you like the original Mandarin. Yes. Yeah. See, this isn't the original Mandarin. This is a 20th uh, century Mandarin. You'll be, hap- you'll be happy to know, then, um, there is... Mar- Marvel, for all their Blu-ray releases, yeah. have been doing little short films. Yeah. And that. Um, like, uh, they did an Agent Carter short film that kind of proved that, hey, there's something here, and that mm. led to the TV show. Um, they did... One with uh, Phil Coulson. Um, a funny thing happened on the way, way to Thor's hammer. Right. Where Coulson stops off at a convenience store as he's driving out to New Mexico and stumbles basically into a robbery and stops him. And they did a, they did a few more things. Uh, okay, they did one called The Specialist where it's just Coulson and Jasper Sitwell sitting in a diner making plans and they're going, well, we really need to talk to Ross about this. But they're pushing to get the abomination on the team, and we really don't want this. How do we? Oh, I know how we'll make sure it never happens. We we send the inventor, and so that's how Tony Stark ends up going to talk to Ross because they know Stark will irritate the hell out of Ross, and there's no way he'll have anything to do with the Avengers Initiative right. if yes. he thinks Tony Stark is involved. <laughs> you know. So they've been doing all that, and so one of the more recent ones is called Hail to the King, and it follows Trevor Slattery. Ben, ben Kingsley mm-hmm. yeah. um, in prison ah. where he's basically getting a lot of respect because you know he was the Mandarin and that stuff until the real Mandarin shows up takes an interest ah. and basically like uh, I'm not terribly happy because the, the way they basically rolled it is that the Mandarin is like an urban London of crime he's right. basically Kaiser Soze right mm-hmm. And he's not really happy that, that someone Abe took his name. Took 
his name and put, you know, this British actor <laughs> yeah. as a figurehead. He's not the him. one who came up with that idea in the first place. No, he was just hired no. for that. But role. the thing is, is that the guy, the guy who was in charge, is dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he ran into a extremist Pepper Potts. Right. And yeah, yeah. He yeah, croaked. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was <laughs> dumb. I actually really kind of enjoyed. I that. like three over two. Really? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did too. Really? I did too. Uh, yeah. I do not. No. <laughs> well, well not that two was that great either, but yeah, but I, I still thought it was better than the third three, one. Yeah. The, the problem I have with the third one is I know the proper extremist storyline, and the extremist storyline is completely different than this. Yeah. Well, it's the same as the Mandarin. Uh, that's why I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But. Yeah, like. Well, also, you, you really you have a girlfriend who lives at your place, and you're telling some crazy guy your address. Right. But you don't activate your defense systems. Right. To protect her. Right. Those suits apparently can be automated. Why aren't they automated at all times? Especially when your girlfriend's at the place, yeah. you tell the guy you're at. Right. Yeah. If yeah. you love your girlfriend, uh, like if I had yeah, a girlfriend, he's, he's yeah. incredibly self-centered. Yeah. 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 And let's be fair here. He actually turned down the defenses because he got a visitor right. mere moments before the helicopter shot missiles. You turn it back on after she steps he turned, in. Yeah, but it didn't turn it on immediately. You turn on but the suits are, to we watch. Are talk, we are talking about a movie by moments. No, no, it's, it's still... They didn't, they didn't do a terrible job of justifying it, is yeah. all I'm saying. I've seen bigger plot holes. Oh, yes. But, um, but yeah... So there is that. If 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 you're a fan of the original Mandarin, that that I've hinted, the original Mandarin is out there somewhere, not terribly happy with how he's portrayed. Right. Yeah. So there. He could be coming back. But what I, I'm a little worried about uh, Civil War, to be honest. Well, it's hard to do it in a couple of movies. It's going to have well, a bigger cast than the original. And it's a huge freaking cast. Mm -hmm. And that, and see, the problem is, same thing you had in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yes, each character had a little bit of stuff, but it means the more you have to start developing each character, the more characters you have, it it gets really hard to do. Of course, it gets yeah. diluted. And considering Civil War, they they want to bring in Spider-Man in, yeah. and you know Captain America, Iron yeah. Man, all those guys. Yeah. How, how are you going to do it a proper justice in one movie? They're not going to. One of the things they did it did get diluted with Age of Ultron. No, no doubt. I mean, like that. That's how. And they killed off. But, oh, spoiler! Killed off Quicksilver. Yeah, that was weird. Good. No, no, it it, it kind of made sense because Quicksilver is too much of a. A no. weird situation uh, yeah. with it being and in both the X Men universe and the Marvel. Well, I also I hate Solo's Wanda. I hate, yeah, she's no, still alive. she's not in the X Men. She's not in the X Men. She's not in the X Men. And I hate to say, X Men actually did a really good job. They killed her in the X Men. No, she's, she's never there. She's never showed up. They've never been. She's never oh, been introduced. I see. I see. I see. Quicksilver in the X Men movie. Well, he's not called Quicksilver. Is an ordinary American teenager named Peter. Well, Max not ordinary. Yeah, but no. But what I mean is, he's got a mom and dad. He's a mom. juvenile delinquent. He's got a mom. He's got a mom. Yeah, he's got a mom. It's hinted that the dad is maybe visited yeah, a long time maybe. ago. But, but they did actually. I have to say they he's did. He's a juvenile delinquent who right. uses his speed to steal stuff. Right. But also, I have to say they did him like they did it differently than in the Avengers. Quicksilver, he's super fast. Mm -hmm. In 
the X Men Avengers. It's more like he stops time. That's what I was gonna say. Look, yeah. it, like it's more time they made, control. They made him ridiculous. I, I, I didn't see this time control at all. Well, I saw he's moving so fast that it looks everything looks to him as no, if it had stopped. Because he's listening to the music. As soon as he puts the music on, the song plays. Yeah. In his head. Yeah, he shouldn't be able to hear the music. Yeah, and they, the way they the way they portrayed it is he manipulates time. It's not that he's super fast. It's just he controls time, so he seems super fast yeah. without aging. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's the way it seemed to me. Anyway, yes, I have to I have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, but he made a much bigger splash. Oh, sure. It's also yeah. Well, then again. Uh, don't come with us. Are you shitting yeah, me? Why, yeah, why, would, why, why would you? Yeah, why did you need anybody else? Except if you buy into the notion that they didn't want a teenage kid with them. They didn't want that. Oh yes, but, but yes, everyone they else break, they, the X Men are kids. Or yeah, no, no, no. Very young they adults. use him to break into the Pentagon. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but they that, didn't have much of a. They didn't have much of a choice. Yes, but all they're doing. Yeah. But the other one is go to Paris to stop her. Yep. That's nothing but compared to breaking into the, the fucking the, Pentagon. Yeah. But any, anyway, At this point in time, like, wait, we don't need Magneto. You know, we'll take Pietro, <laughs> go to Paris, yeah. stop the other. If Magneto stays in jail, Magneto where he is, yes. where he belongs. <laughs> but one one thing I did find interesting with Avengers and Quicksilver is that it was a bit of a switch to have a male character die to further a female character's story. Sure. That's you know, a bit of a reversal to how it often goes and that. Um, but they did, one thing that Avengers did do, even though it was a bit diluted, um, I think we actually talked about this on the last podcast when we were talking about Iron Man. Listen, it's been so long, um, who knows? Was that the development was focused more on characters who did not have their own films. Right. Yes. They did a lot of Hawkeye stuff. Yes. They did Way a lot of Black Widow Hawkeye stuff. stuff, by the way. I, I enjoyed the Hawkeye stuff. I hated every minute of the Hawkeye stuff. Really? Yeah. His family? He's a useless character who really has no business being there at all. Yeah, there's... Well, it's not, it's not in his power level. Neither he, is it Black Widow. Same with Black Widow. Absolutely agree. There's high-end spies. They could be on Agents of Shield. Well, that's no sure. problem. Agents of Shield. They could be on that. No problem. And be kick-ass. Yeah. All right. So you're with a demigod. Yeah. An adventurer who's got a super iron suit. Right. But that's why couldn't they give him a suit or something to protect his ass? Anything. But that's yes. always been the problem with yes, the Avengers. You have the core. You have the core Avengers, and you don't need anybody else who's ever called. Well, like I said, that's, that's always been the problem with Justice League. You have Superman. Why do you need anybody no, else? No. You have Wonder Woman and Superman right. and the Martian Manhunter. Right. And the Green Lantern. Right. And Hawkwoman! <laughs> <laughs> and at least Batman's really, really smart. And he's a detective. And he can put pieces together. He does the investigative work at home while the superheroes he go and fight shit. He a detective a long time ago. No, no. He has still a detective. Actually, there's a good animated one out there about uh, called Doom or whatever where uh, Vandal Savage, who's one of they're big villains. Yeah. Well, somewhat Superman, but he's an immortal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets a hold of Batman's plans of how to stop every person in the Justice League. Right. Yep. Yeah, he has contingency plans yeah. for straight, everybody. Straight out of the comics. I think it was it Grant Morrison's run on JLA. But it was well done. Yep. But it also shows how Batman, he's like, I'm well, thinking well, he's, he's eight but, moves but ahead of said, everybody. Which is why. You could, that's why he could be there because he's right, the that's plotter. why he's there. He's the plotter, correct. Yeah. Aquaman! Aquaman talks the fucking fish. 
That's his superpower. He talks to fish. Angry's underwater. And he's strong. Yeah. He's not stronger than Superman. He can't fly. It's not like Wonder Woman. Like, yeah. Wonder Woman apparently flies now. Yeah, but that's me. You combine Superman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manmuncher, who can, like, go invisible, brace, telepathy, and all sorts of stuff, and Green Lantern. Green Lantern, who can do anything. With his ring. Anything. And, uh, so Aquaman, uh, can you go grab some coffee at Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll take a double latte, please. At least the Flash moves really, really fast. fast. He's faster than Superman. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, that's just it. But I, I, I do have to mention this since you, since you bring that up. Um, there was one thing, I can't remember, it was one, I think it was one of the recent comics or something like that. And Flash basically tells Superman, I'll yeah. see you there. Right. And is there yeah. going, like, I've held back for the yeah, charity. Yeah, he's, he's going, come on, we've raised numerous times. It's always close. Clark, those races were for charity. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, and, and just yeah, but again it's like the flash. And Aquaman! Technically, Superman can move fast enough to turn back time. Just saying. Yeah, that's a oh, movie. Oh, oh, only, only in the Richard Donner films. Only in the, the only actual get, Superman movie ever made. Yeah. And don't get me oh, started. Hey, I liked Man of Steel. Man of Steel was garbage. <laughs> it was not garbage. Garbage. It was not. It was no. 100% pure tripe. No. There was there was some good parts to it. Yeah, the, those good parts didn't include anything that had to do with Superman. Yes, it or did. Or his family. It did, actually. No, you're 100% incorrect. And we've had this conversation many times... We've even talked about this by, on like, the podcast. There are problems with Man of Steel. Don't yes. wrong. But like they completely screwed up his entire uh, background. No, but, okay. The modern telling, if you were a modern person now, you would tell your kids, don't be good. Be careful what you do because there's lawsuits. There's a whole bunch don't of other stuff. be good. Superman is the ultimate Boy Scout, and now he's being taught, don't be good. He's the guy whose morals are more important than anything else where he will risk his life to save a person because that person deserves to be saved. Not because they're a, a good person or a bad person, but because they're alive. Right. And you're telling him, don't be good. Be careful what you do. No, incorrect. That's, that's, but that's you modern... just bastardized the entire being of Superman. You know, he's going uh, for Superman. He's some fast guy. Did, did you not read the book I gave you with 75 years of, of Superman, how he's changed? Okay. He killed people way back when. That never happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can. It's in your book that you have. The 75 I years. Can, of, I can also recommend, um, a tum- I think it's a Tumblr out there. Superman is a dick. Yes, he is. I didn't say he was a great person. Said, He's <laughs> going to save everyone's so, lives. What I'm saying is, Man of Steel as a retelling no. of, of Superman works Disagree. because it's disagree in a modern. I, I know you're disagreeing. I'm explaining my point of view here first. Yes, your point of view is wrong. <laughs> it, it's an interesting retelling of where you would you would tell your kid, "Be careful what you do, because the government will come after you." Because remember, back in the early days of Superman, everyone trusted the government. Nowadays, people don't trust the government. So if you're doing a movie, you would say, be careful because the government will come after you. Listen, hiding from the government... Krypton! Hold on. Hiding from the government was the chief tenant in all of Smallville. Everything in Smallville was, don't let people find out who your, what your identity is. But still save people. But that shouldn't stop you. Your personal sacrifice is, is more important uh, than your safety. Sorry, it, I haven't watched Smallville in quite some time. But wasn't Jonathan Kent's original reaction to Clark doing stuff one of, 
what the hell were you thinking? Yes, it was. Sure, I don't mean, do like, that. He saves Lex Luthor, and Jonathan was all, what? Yeah. You could have been caught, you could have been exposed, you could have been this, you could have been that. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't no, that no, small yes, episode yes, one? Yes. yes, that's how it started. Yes. But that's, but... That but seems it, fairly close to Jonathan Kent and Man of Steel. Thank you, correct. thank you, Dwayne. Okay, wh- just go back and watch this. Don't forget, forget episode one. Watch the rest of the ten years, because that's not what Jonathan Kent is saying to him in those. Actually, ten years. he is. He's, no, he's, he's telling him to be careful. He's telling him to be careful. Yes, he's not saying don't let everyone know who the fuck you are. But if you have the ability to save someone, that is more important than your own personal okay. safety. And the other thing I enjoyed was actually watching Zod force Superman to kill. There are so many other ways he could have handled that. No, Zod had no other choice. Zod, don't forget, in the Krypton life, you were one thing. Mm-hmm. That's all you were. Zod was the protector of Krypton. I'm a general. I'm right. here to protect. There is no more Krypton. I had, And you blew up the ship which had our genes in it. So I have no more reason for living. None. I will never work with you. That was Zod's whole thing. Right. I will never. The only way you will stop me from destroying this earth is to kill me. Mm-hmm. That's what Zod was about. Sure. That's why it was a great scene. Lois coming in later on to give him a hug was crap. That was bullshit. Oh, I found you and I'm going to hug you because oh, you're so emotional. Bullshit. <laughs> but the way Zod forced him to kill him Zod, at that point in time, in his the way he thought, the way his upbringing was, he had no other choice. That's what I liked. There was a lot of problems with it. The kissing, okay, there's fucking thousands of people dead. There's probably bodies right by you. And you have to have a kiss. I will say, despite that, uh, Man of Steel, probably the best Lois Lane I've seen in just a, in, in any adaptation. Smallville way, but no, Smallville uh, no, was terrible. I meant uh, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark is a close second. Yeah. But what I really enjoyed with this was, I mean, you had what? you she... had you had a Lois who actually put everything together right from the start. See, right? that's right a problem with it. She's the only one that could put the whole thing together. That Clark Kent is this guy. The military, who had this guy who all of a sudden showed up and flew away in a plane, were like, oh, oh, some guy we don't know flew away in a plane. Okay, so we'll go walk away. You don't think they would find out who the fuck he was? They'd spend tons of money to find out who the fuck was this guy and how the hell did that happen. They would investigate his ass beyond belief. But, oh, no. Hold on, he never left a paper trail. He's not just, he's not giving his own social security number. But They have no idea who the fuck he is. Oh, yeah. And he hasn't even spent the last, say, 20, 20 years doing who knows where the fuck he's been? What but he's she been doing. found him in weeks. Yeah, yeah, just by calling a few people up. Listen, listen, I'm on your side on this. Yeah. It's a stupid movie. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's also wait, some guy put a truck through friggin' telephone poles mm-hmm. with evidence. Eh. Anyway. And also, she managed to go in chronological order to find his listen, best friend and his mom. Listen, it's a stupid movie. Let's just agree that it's a stupid movie with giant plot holes and should never have been made. However, I'm looking forward to Superman vs. Batman because I have a really big feeling they're going to be doing a lot of the Frank Miller stuff. Yes. How do you feel yeah. about Ben Affleck, though? I have no problem with it. No. Not at all. Yeah. Me neither. 
I've got to say, this discussion is, I think, the reason why Marvel is doing superhero movies better than, yeah, sure. than DC. And it's because they follow the Fox actual. got the X-Men and Fantastic Four and Sony had Spider-Man and Marvel wasn't able to touch them so they had to deal with their second tier heroes. And so they were able to tell good Iron, stories. Right. Iron Man, I wouldn't say Iron Man and Captain America are second tier heroes though for the Marvel Universe. If you're a comic yes. book fan, yes, yes you... you you know who they and, are and what their stories are. And we've said but I gotta before. tell you, I was I was in my thirties before I realized that Captain America actually had existed in World War II when it was frozen and then rewoken. I just thought he was always part of the Marvel universe. Oh. Okay. Right? And and as far but as Spider Man and X Men have been so out there that right. everybody yeah. knows as, who they are. As right. far as pop culture awareness, the crown jewels were sold off by Marvel right. long before they got into movies. And in fact, if they hadn't been, there would be no Marvel yeah. today. And I mean, like, and let's not forget their earlier attempts. <laughs> oh God! Were don't talk absolute crap. Hold on, hold on. That rubber-suited uh, <laughs> Captain, Captain America, America oh, holds a special place in my heart. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a great movie. But, but it was a fun movie. But, it was ultimate cheese. I, but it was I, Dolph Lundgren. Who do you, what do you expect? No, that's not Captain America. He was Punisher. Oh, you're he was right. Punisher. He was Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Without, but, but wait, that's, who, that's, who played Captain America then? Uh, uh, Matt Salinger. Some, I've his never heard Yeah. Uh, J.D. Salinger's son, I believe. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah. But that's all he ever did. He, that was was in a, he was in a few things around that area of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that. But that uh, wasn't the only Captain America movie, eh? There was another one? There was another made for TV one. Where he's a fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Back in the 70s. Yes. But my point is, the Iron Man story is not really the Iron Man story from the comic books. But we don't care. Yes, because he's not as important in our. Hold on, the Iron Man story. He's got the right elements in there. Patrick's right. Not compared to X Man. He's got as much of the elements as Man of Steel does. Okay. Yes. Right, but okay. you consider Man of Steel to be crap, whereas Iron Man was one of the best. I mean, it started the Marvel, Marvel well, yeah. movie okay. empire. You have to admit, though, they did pick the right actor for it. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely! But there was a lot. There was still a lot of controversy yeah. over there. But you also you need to remember, though, he wasn't universally acclaimed. Oh no, when no, no, they no. announced him. No, 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 no. Hey, like, well, I remember. Okay, at the time, we yeah. all remember the Tim Burton Batman. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, with Michael Keaton. Michael people... Keaton. Everyone was like, what the fuck is Michael Keaton? Except, Except back then there was no internet. No, do you understand? No, people, I, don't, I know. There was a lot people, of controversy. People, people... At this point, the batteries in the recorder ran out, and we probably went on for another 15 minutes or so talking about Michael Keaton's, the choice of Michael Keaton as the Batman in the 1980 movies, or the correction, the 1990s movies, about how people really thought it was a terrible, terrible choice, and they started all these writing campaigns to write into into uh, the, the movie studio to to stop this abomination of Michael Keaton being selected to play the, the Batman, uh, and how in those days we didn't have the internet, where nowadays anyone can just go online and post their thoughts and ideas about who they think should or should not be the, the next whoever, or what problems they have, much like what we're doing throughout the rest of the whole episode, giving our opinions. But back in those days, you actually had to put real effort to make that view known. You had to grab a piece of paper, you had to write down your thoughts onto this piece of paper, you had to then uh, find an envelope, you had to get a stamp, you had to actually mail it off physically to the studios. People really didn't go to this type of effort unless they had 
really strong views. It's not like nowadays where, you know, any Yahoo can just post any views, whether they really feel that way or not. It's a lot of it's just people looking for attention or whatever. So at this point, <laughs> we're going to take a short little break and we're going to, I'm going to then splice in the second half of our conversations after we had discovered that the batteries had needed to be replaced and then start over again. There may have been a bit of a goof with the replacing of batteries. Dude, I just got deja vu. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so we're not quite sure how much of the previous recording we've lost. We think there was about an hour 18. So not very much. We hope. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we haven't lost too much. It's, we're maybe two and a half hours. Devil know when he does the full edit. Right. Um... <laughs> But anyway, so let's just continue where we left off. As so upcoming stuff that we're looking forward to. Yeah, yeah well, well, we hadn't I, really well, finished our oh, discussions, but... I didn't actually get... To oh, yes, yes. What, what, sorry, I, what, what have you done, Dwayne, in the, in the realm well, of gaming? As, as mentioned, I'm hoping it's still on there, because uh, I'm part of Pat's current 3.5 campaign. That's really ha really having a good time on that. So that's one of my main geek outlets. Uh, right now, um, I also bought myself a new video card just the other day, so I'm now running on something from 2014 as opposed to something <laughs> from circa 2007. I love uh, that you say though it's still 2014, not yeah. 2015. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that um, but he doesn't run not, Windows. True. I'm, I don't run Windows, <laughs> um, although Nvidia has excellent FreeBSD free support. Thank okay. you, Nvidia. Um, I'm not a huge PC gamer. Sure. The type of games I enjoy on PC don't really... It's not like I'm doing first-person shooter stuff on there, with the exception of occasionally I will still boot up Unreal Tournament 2004 and go up on a bell tower and shoot the hell out of things. 2004. Yes. But didn't you play... Okay. You played Shadowrun, though, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, but Shadowrun but, is a very resource... No, it's not a resource... Yeah, it's and 2D isometric. Yeah, oh, well, okay. one of the things, though, one of the reasons why I was starting to look into a new card was I was experiencing freeze-ups and reboots while trying to play um, Dragonfall Director's Cut okay. and and Schemes, the second Shadowrun game mm -hmm. from that. I'm no longer experiencing that. And okay. the game also starts up a heck of a lot faster. It's definitely leveraging... The, G the GPU and the increased memory, because um, I actually went from 256 meg to 2 gig. <laughs> uh, oh my god! How do you live like that? I've got I've got two two gig uh, cards running in PCI right now. Yeah, an SLI, right? Or sorry, an SLI, right? Yeah. So um, I went I went with a GT 730. It's mm -hmm. the last architecture, but Anything newer, you actually need a PCIe 3.0 yeah. board. Yeah, you need a new motherboard. Too. And yeah, yeah. I only bought this motherboard a year ago. Right. So, and for my needs, there's just no way. Sure. And stuff. So, I just started playing Dragonfall again just like yesterday or the day before. Mm -hmm. And that, um, currently in a really crazy fight where the only reason I'm surviving is that uh, my team has grabbed a cyber zombie uh, prototype. 
That is just how long we hold. He is awesome. He is nasty. He is fantastic. Secret is, use the axe. You get four attacks per round in. True. The but chain gun is just way too slow. It's fun. But the but problem is, you also have to get up and up close and personal, whereas with the chain gun, you can hit multiple this guy, people. doesn't matter. True. And the chain, yeah. So, um, although the funny thing is, you guys have played Shadowrun. You're familiar with the expression, geek the mage first? Sure. Yes. In this fight, it's geek the rigger first. Yeah. If you don't geek the rigger, the rigger will take over your cyber zombie, yeah. and the cyber zombie will kill you very dead. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. And Speaking of Shadowrun, Dwayne. Yep. <laughs> I intend to get back to it. Thank you. Um, there's been a number of further missions out. I believe we did the first two. Yes. Yeah. And the second one was a lot of fun because, uh, in large part, actually, to Mr. Gleason's character, it was resolved pretty peacefully. He basically negotiated with squatters. Yes. That doesn't sound like Pat at all. I'm the face. usually guns yeah. first. No, no, I pl I'm playing in Shadowrun. I'm playing the face. I understand. Yep. A, fi a, a fixture wannabe, yep. but I'm, I'm playing so, basically the face. Right. I'm just so, saying yeah. normally. So there's about three more missions that have been published. I own either one or two of them. Uh, I'd love to get the gang back together to play once Pat wants to take a break from from DD. Um, it'd be great if you'd be able to get out. There's no way. There's no way. No, Midweek mid mid stuff is really not good for me. Yeah. But anyways, we'll see. Okay. Yep. But um, so yeah, I have. I went out on the Kickstarter for uh, Shadowrun uh, Hong Kong. Oh, I, I so it's have, out. I may have missed that. It's it's available. Um, the diff the price difference is only five bucks. Right. Actually, between the Kickstarter price and right. the regular. Oh, really? That's not bad. So and they, um, they often go on sale too. Sorry, did we did we talk about Kung Fury the last? We did. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. That was thirty nine. I, I think I'm the one who pointed you guys to Kung Fury. Yes, you were. Yeah. Uh, I, no, actually, it was I, I saw it through, through uh, Facebook. There was a, a bunch of people. I posted on. Um, the yes, you, you might have. Yeah. Been the one. It's yeah. on Netflix now. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Anyways, I hear they're planning to do more. Yes. I hope so. Yeah. It was. But yeah. Eh. So I backed. I backed the Kickstarter for Hong Kong. Haven't had a chance to play it. I want to finish Dragonfall first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the Kickstarter for Hairbrain Schemes Battletech is coming to a close today. in 48 hours. Uh, I just got the email notification for 48 hours today. Right, I haven't backed right. it yet. I set a reminder for myself. So I'm planning on going in on that simply because between Shadow Returns and Dragonfall, Hairbrain Schemes has built up a lot of goodwill with sure. They seem to make good stuff. And well, also, they, they actually come they out with it. And they don't break the bank. I was going to say, and they also come out with it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's uh, some Kickstarters that are like... Uh, for not, video, video games, I've received everything I've paid for. Really? Okay. Yep. Yep. So, and there's only like maybe one board game that I haven't received, and there's one board game that took them three years to finally deliver, yep. but it's waiting in um, Augsburg for me right now. My passport expired. And oh, I haven't... Shit, I haven't you haven't got, renewed it yet? I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> To the passport office to get it renewed. So when are you going to Augsburg? Uh, not for another three or four weeks, or however long it takes for them to get me my new passport. I know. Okay, money for booze. Um, <laughs> remember that if I'm bringing booze back, you have to give me twice what the actual cost is because the duty on imported booze is 100. percent Yeah, they don't. They don't 
give you anything if you're. That's if you declare it. Pretty much, they don't give you anything <laughs> if you're going. In, that's if you declare it. Exactly. That's if you declare it. Uh, I I declare everything. One time, the one time they've searched my vehicle, I happen to be carrying a package for a friend that I didn't have the proper paperwork for, and that became a eight-hour or sorry, a four-hour stay in Augensburg for me while I was trying to get. In. It was a fucking nightmare. I never want to go through that again. So now everything is declared. All right. So well, okay. Well, we're talking about that. We'll declare. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I make so. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm planning on going in on that Kickstarter. Um, interestingly enough, uh, the backer edition of the Exalted Third Edition mm. book was finally delivered to the backers um, in the past few days. It's only. Exactly two years behind schedule. Right. The original projected delivery date was October 2013. <laughs> so it yeah. just came out. Um, I also backed uh, Earth Dawn 4th Edition. Yep, as did I. Yeah. Um, I think as did the GM, <laughs> the GM Guide Preview, or the latest, to be honest, there's been a couple of them, but the latest GM Guide Preview was released in the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. for that. I haven't done a lot of reading on that, but the stuff on thread items is quite Well, it's the thing I like about Earthdawn is you can create your own items. Sure. Yep. That, that was the nice thing about it is like as you be, develop as a hero, your items that you use right. become, become part yeah, of right. your legend. Yeah, of course. So because of that, they so, yeah. become magical. Nice, uh, I'm sure. explaining to the people. I, um, I, I like what I've read so far. Uh, you guys will remember my orc wizard, I'm sure, from... From the Snatch and... Yeah. Stuff and snatch? Or stuff, stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff, yes. Yeah. I don't remember what I was playing in that game. You were playing an orc. It was an orc something or other. Yeah. You were an, I think you were a necromancer. Maybe. Yeah, an orc necromancer. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That was with Pete in that. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a fun campaign. Yeah. yeah. From what I so, what the last you remember of it. So I decided, <laughs> it I decided to build a wizard. Um, didn't stick with orcs simply because... There are certain downsides to trying to be an orc, an orc wizard, wizard. Yes, they're not the best at wizard. Although they can still be a pretty good wizard. Well, they're, they're better shamans. Can just be better. Right? I was going to say shame. They make better shamans than they do yeah. wizards. But um, which makes sense. But you know, yes. so I, I put that together, and I like I like how it came together and stuff. I'd like to try it sometime. Although I realize probably the only way I'll ever end up trying is if I run it. Yeah. Which. You know, Wait, you could give your books to Pat, and Pat will run his campaign again. Yeah. <laughs> but um, which part? This that part. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a part. I've run Earthdawn. Yes, I run an Earthdawn. Really? Yes. Yeah, you were involved. The very in first uh, Earthdawn campaign. Was, yes, was Pat running. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's that's been fun. Um, oh, the Kickstarter for Paranoia is finally coming. Oh, to really? Close. And, oh. and the new edition of Paranoia will soon be in my hands, maybe like the next uh, month or so. Okay, so because yeah. if you want to talk about drinking, oh my god, Paranoia, games, yeah. Paranoia is the, the ultimate of like well, beer and pretzel games. Yeah. Well, one of the things I found interesting about the last Hairbrain Schemes Kickstarter, the Battletech one, mm. is that they weren't kickstarting the game. They self-funded the, um, init- the initial stage of the game I can't remember what it was listed at. What they were kickstarting was all the other stuff that they like to have in the game, the right. other modes. Well, okay. and that. I haven't checked recently. I'd, they got three out of the four. 
Well, they, they, they want it. The they, fourth is going to be uh, player versus player right. arena combat. Yeah, it's, it's called Solaris, Solaris 7, 7. And it's going to be amazing. But the problem, it's, it's, no, it's funded. The, the oh, problem yeah. that I have with Battletech is because they lost the licenses. Well, yeah, sorry, for, never had the licenses. Right, for a lot of the really cool mechs. A lot of the really cool mechs. They just yeah. published them. And then, oh, wait. Those are also licensed by the Japanese anime companies? Oops. No, no, no. How many gold? How many gold? That yeah. was the issue. Well, no. they've worked. Uh, Dev, you probably know better than I do. I don't know the Battletech universe at all, except for an Amiga game that I had way back. Okay, Warhammer, not available. Rifleman, not available. Locust, not available. Uh, Marauder, not available. Phoenix Hawk. Phoenix Hawk, not available. Yeah. But anyways, which were some of the they, best mechs. And not to mention, they're all from Macross. Yes, exactly. But they, no, but no. they did work with some place out there that had a lot of pre-built mechs. Oh, they, they, right. they did, right. They did. So, so what, what they have now are replacements for those initial mechs, yeah. which look similar to, they're, they're kind of... Um, but different enough they won't different, be Different enough, exactly. Yeah, they're, so. they're, they're more homages to the original but frames. The, the original people who, like you and I yeah. and, and Patrick, who played Battletech way and, back... And what, some of those are our favorite vehicles. Yes. The Warhammer is probably my favorite. Yeah, well, like, there's the, the, the Warhammer, the Marauder, the Rifleman, the, the Rifleman Phoenix Hawk. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Locust was one of the... like. A light mech, but well, it was like... The, the Locust was in that Amiga 500 game. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, no, yeah. No, but all, all the ones. Uh, that was from Crusher Joe, actually. Yeah. That was uh, an anime movie. But, um... Okay. But, it, 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 because they had a license. But right. those are the mechs that people loved. Yeah. Because they were like, they were the cool ones. And they're like, oh, we don't have licenses for those, so we'll give you yeah. these guys instead. Well, I suppose in a way that's an advantage for me. I won't even notice. Yeah. yeah, true. But really, it's the image that they don't have a license for. You right. can still have the loadout. But uh, our, 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 our friend, who hasn't actually, I don't think he's ever been on Chris Stansbury. He's been on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. He tried playing Battletech again recently, and he realized jump mechs you can't hit shit with. Yeah. That's always been the case. They're, they're they're good for getting to the spot yeah. where you can snipe from. Cause and, then, and then you stop, though. Well, what I was looking moving. at is like Warhammer 40k for armor. Mm -hmm would actually work in Battletech. Hmm. As walkers, the Warhammer 40k walkers work for Battletech. Okay. Yeah. For combat and stuff, it's much faster, much easier to hit in the damage. Oh, you want to use the 40k rules except using mechs. Yes. <coughs> well, they have, that's what they call walkers. Yeah. You just develop it. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, as, far as, as far as gaming goes, that's pretty much what I've been, what I've been doing. Um, some friends, uh, for a while there, I was helping to storytell and run some chat stuff with Exalted 2nd Edition. Yep. Um, I'm still in contact with a bunch of those folks, and they're interested in nothing quite as organized, but getting together and trying out the new rules, because, of course, right now, all that's available are solars and modals. I have a question for you, Dwayne. Yeah. Mage. There's a third edition mage. Is there plans for a fourth edition mage? I'm not sure where they're at right now. I mean, because uh, West End I lost, Games I lost track of mage. Which is it? No, West End. No, White Wolf. White Wolf. White Wolf. Well, White White Wolf is pretty much gone. They're out of the active development yeah. business in a lot of ways. Most of their stuff has been licensed. To a company that the developers put together called Catalyst Game Labs. Okay. Right, and Catalyst are the ones who actually do the new Battletech rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Kind of, yeah, they've had a lot of but success. It's because I know, like, the vampire, mage, werewolf one, they yeah. tried to do the whole uh, World of Darkness one, right. where they tried to, to yeah. meld them better. Because originally... Well, the new World of Darkness is what yes. you're talking about. Yeah, because well, originally they had vampire, then they came up with werewolf, then they came up with mage, and they didn't quite mesh too well together. Well, vampire and werewolf were pretty even on the power scale. And then mage, but when you started getting outside of those two physical beings... Well, mummy and getting, mage yeah. got... And then yeah. they tried, but then they tried to do the whole combined World of Darkness, yeah. where. Yeah. Well, my my experience of World of Darkness is extremely limited. Um, we briefly did some stuff back when I first got to Ontario. Oh, Patrick, really. you did, and uh, Pete and, and uh, John. The dinner, John. the dinner, the dinner party. Yes. And stuff. See, I I ran one a multi combined game yep. with werewolves, vampires, and a mummy and mage. This yep. was first edition. And first edition, and let me tell you, trying to mesh mm -hmm. the different power things well, got the where where we had a bit of an advantage was we were all about the characters, mm. and we didn't really attempt to do <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay. so, so it was just exploring how the different characters interacted with each other because um, my my good friend Peter Gray who, unfortunately, I haven't been able to game with in a long time. He's yeah. busy with his own life stuff and that. And uh, he likes creating interesting characters to say Yes, yes. And so his first character in this mixed game was a redneck vampire named Bobby Joe. <laughs> um, Bobby Joe, unfortunately, ended up doing something, she drank from a mystical blood fountain and went completely berserk, and we pretty much had to put her down. And his second character was a pacifist werewolf named Flower. Uh, well, <laughs> see, I can tell you one thing. Yeah. When you're playing with vampires, do not let someone come in who's playing an Arun, like the fighter-type werewolf, uh -huh. and then have some vampire mind control him to fetch. The results <laughs> are not good. Yeah. Especially when said so, vampires of Alcavia. Yeah. Yes. Because so. I, I was playing in a game, I was running a werewolf, yep. and with the rage, with the middle, like we were doing a whole scenario where we were trying to go after some other vampires. I became the focus instead because he instilled rage in the, vet, in the werewolf because he told him to fetch. Yep. We were we were surrounded by ghouls with flamethrowers, and the werewolf was our big issue. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, just just for the listeners' edification, my guy was a retired cop turned private investigator who awoke as a mage late in life because he was basically researching new age methods of pain control because he was crippled yeah. from a bullet in the leg. Um, the so shorthand for things have gone terribly, terribly wrong in our game became Jim draws his gun. <laughs> that, that became the shorthand for things have gone terribly, terribly wrong. Yes, yes. Um, your guy was like a rock god. Well, wait, right? didn't yeah. you also play that in mine? Yeah. Julian Moxie. Julian Moxie. Uh, who yeah. was uh, correspondence time. Uh, he, uh, he the dream, not the, oh... That, that group that <coughs> fall into pain and sensory experience. Uh, yeah. Yes. Can't remember the name. Of it. No, I can't remember. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so you're playing that because. We, they, but again, as soon as you start putting mage in with the other ones, the power level just. Well, know. it to a point. Like yeah. low level mages are outclassed oh, by all, all, all the others. But then once mages start getting above, high, oh, you know what that too? Or higher, you would know about that too because. Yeah. Yep. I, so, I, I hit a guy who hit a fifth level sphere, which is the maximum. Okay. The maximum. And oh my god, what the stuff I could start doing in this city yeah. was crazy. Well, that, that was the thing. I mean, like, mage, second edition, anyways, it's the only mage I have any experience yes. with. Um, it is so freeform. Mm -hmm. Like, they basically just give you an idea of what you can pull at the various spheres. Yep. Yes. And then it's all up to your imagination. <laughs> And what the GM will let you do, yep, yes, and stuff. You can do some really crazy. Oh stuff. yes, I uh, um, I managed to summon the spirit of Lilith to kill half the vampires in the world, uh, lower lower level vampires in the world facing the sun. Okay. My 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 idea was like you know <laughs> thank Patrick for that one. If you you know if a high level mage could manage to act fast enough, it would be a simple matter of oh. Yeah, all of a sudden your vampire is in the middle of the Gobi Desert at high noon. Yeah. Oh, um, no, better yet, you control all the spirits in a city, yeah. and you know what the vampire anima looks like, so you can find out every single vampire's hiding place in the city, and you work out a deal with the werewolves to be able to transport them to the vampire's hiding place. Yeah. So yeah, but anyways, he, that's so what I'm saying with Patrick. What, that's what happened. What they're doing right now, I do know that um, that uh, Onyx Onyx Path. Yeah. Sorry. Um, which is more the so, sorry? I got different companies. So Catalyst Game Labs is actually Shadowrun. Oh, okay. And BattleTech. <laughs> um, the White Wolf stuff has gone to Onyx Path, and they're the ones doing Exalted. And World of Darkness and that stuff. And I do know that they've been really hitting the nostalgia market lately yeah. in re-releasing very lovely, albeit expensive, hardcover anniversary editions oh. of Vampire the Masquerade and Mage and Werewolf and stuff like that that they kickstarted. What they're doing with like the current stuff, I you have no, no freaking clue. Um, there's just way too much of it out there. But uh, TV-wise, uh, still keeping up with, managing to keep up to date with Flash and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Tuesdays on CTV are pretty good to me. Um, there's new stuff. Uh, Supergirl is on Mondays now. I'm hoping to keep up with that. Really love the pilot, as mentioned earlier. Uh, there's a new one called Blind Spot yeah, so with Jamie Jennifer. Alexander, and just to be honest, I can watch Jamie Alexander in just about anything. I've been a fan of her since Kyle XY, and uh, she made a great Lady Sif. So. Oh, okay. What, whatever happened with Kyle XY? So, Patrick so, had something uh, they had it. Two seasons, after, after three you had seasons. Three seasons. Well, well, I was going to go back to our White Wolf the campaign that you were going in. Yes. I never told you, but the, the end of it all was going to be the party discovering that their entire universe was actually the nightmares of a very troubled little girl. Oh, that would, that <laughs> would have been great. St. Elsewhere, I Awesome. That would have been great. Well, this was well before St. Elsewhere. Yeah. Really? That would have been, yeah. St. Elsewhere was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. But yeah. That would have been good. 
Yeah. Malkavian? No, no, a normal uh, mortal. Girl. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> that is it, actually. As, <laughs> as far as books and the like, um, just rent, like, borrow this one from the library, a uh, Canadian author, Julie Cernetta. It's called A Turn of Light. Some friends of mine recommended it. It's pretty good stuff. Okay. Uh, Big, fairly big novel, 600 and some pages. So I'm about halfway through right now. I, I'm and still doing the Horace Heresy in Warhammer 40k. Yeah. I, I haven't read a book in so long. I no longer I have a comic book pull list. <gasps> yeah. That's because oh. the comic book shop has that you no. used to go to has gone Silver, Silver. Silver. I never went to Silver Snail. I hated oh. Silver Snail. Oh, really? Why did you hate Silver Snail? Uh, I was treated rather rudely. Oh. Uh, what happened was... Uh, I'm a long-time Marvel collector, and one of the books that I just bought over the years um, was New Mutants number 87, Yeah. Um, which eventually it became a fairly valuable book because it was the first appearance of Cable. And you, you may recall that for a while yep. there, Cable was a very big deal. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that I went in, I was just wanting to see if I could get a little something for this, and I would get one of the reprints, because I don't really collect comics for value, I just buy them to read. Yeah. And I figured, like, it got reprinted something like four times. I figured if I could get a little bit... Essentially, the guy treated me very rudely, told me to get the... pretty much to just, like... Leave get and get the hell out of, your, out of his shop type deal, and most of the time, except for one time... As a favor to a, to a friend, I never gave them any business mm -hmm. at all. I don't regret their loss no. and stuff. I wasn't I wasn't impressed with them at all. Cool. Um, my my shop, the comic book shop on Bank, is still going strong. Oh yes, yeah. Um, and that I really like the people there, but uh, I've been cutting costs a lot over the past couple of years. Uh, well, comic books are getting really they expensive. They are very expensive. Yeah. And on top of that, um, it's a question of space. All yep. of you have been to my house. It's not a large house. Right. My comic book collection is currently taking up the closet in my daughter's room. Eventually, she's going to want that right. closet. Right. Yeah. She's I hate five. I, I've, I gave away almost all my gaming books and everything, well, or sold or whatever, yep. for all the different moves. So. Yeah. So, but what I did end up getting... Um, Marvel Comics has its own Netflix. Yes, they do. It's called Marvel Comics Unlimited. Yep. Mm -hmm. right. And that. Um, a year subscription is 70 bucks US. Yeah, it's all online. And and there, there was a one-week period where they were offering a uh, They were offering month a month for a penny. For a and, I penny. Took, and I took them up on that. Yep. It's what convinced me to buy the year. Mm. Yep, no, because it's actually a really good deal. Because you can get, like, there's a whole bunch of uh, different titles you can get yep. and everything. And it's adding all the new stuff just six months after. Right. Yep. And that. So there is a ton of content. A bunch of stuff that I was always kind of curious about reading, but never okay. have. Um, because they've digitized a lot of their stuff in order to reprint it in like the masterworks and all that bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for example, the entire Stanley Jack Kirby Fantastic Four is on Marvel Comics Unlimited. Ah. Um, pretty much the entire Walt Simonson Thor is on there. The John Byrne Fantastic Four is on there. Mm -hmm. um, and more recent stuff. Um, Do you remember a guy called Longshot? Siege. 
no. for example, yes. is, on, is on there. Civil War is all on there. I read some of Civil War. Is the, uh, what was that Thor one where... Uh, Ragnarok, not Ragnarok happens, but... Uh, the serpent gets released, and yeah, yeah that's Walt Simonson. Well, it is okay, yeah. yeah. But all that, all that stuff is on there, um, and it's going to be a chance to check out some acclaimed stuff that I just couldn't really afford to. Um, the new Captain Marvel stuff uh, from Kelly Sue DeConnick is on there. Um, the new Miss Marvel, which is which has created quite a stir because it's a successful comic. With a teenage Muslim, Muslim girl yes. from New Jersey yeah. as the protagonist, and it's working. Yeah, well, people are buying it. The Miss so, Marvel one was always one of those, you know, you know like I'm glad to see it working that, because it was you know, always a. I, to me, Miss Marvel is always a sort of somewhat weak. Yeah, but they they definitely changed things around for her. Um, Captain Marvel is getting her own movie, and Captain America's black now. Oh my God, the world's gonna end. <laughs> no, no, no. The real, the really funny thing is, it is now canonical that Captain America has kissed Thor. Mind you, it's the Sam Wilson Captain America kissing the, the Jane Foster Thor. Yes. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. They yes. revealed who's the new Thor. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Yes. Interesting twist there is that uh, she's a cancer patient. And it's possible that transforming is killing her. No, the reason I was doing the whole black thing, Captain America, is I was at a restaurant the other day, and some guy was talking about Bond. How Bond has to be not only British, but white. Right, they don't want Idris Elba to be the new Bond. Uh, and that bases partially on uh, what Ian Fleming said. Mm -hmm. But Ian Fleming doesn't have anything wrong with any black actor playing Bond. He just thought Idris was too... And it wasn't Ian Fleming who said that. Fleming. No, it was Ian Fleming's been dead for. Yeah, a sorry, it wasn't Ian Fleming, but it was. But it was, it's, it's the guy who's currently writing the books. Writing the books, who? But it wasn't that he had a problem with Bond being black. Right. It, it was, was Idris Elba specifically himself didn't, didn't suit that. Well, yeah, exactly. It was seen well, to be too, too, he's too, is, too lowbrow. Yes. Well, it's actually <laughs> a matter of typecasting. Um, Elba rose to prominence in the England. War. Um, Luther, a TV show called Luther. Yes, yeah, but there he and plays Luther, a, a Cockney, though. He plays. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's just that the guy, like um, Gardner, I think John Gardner. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Um, he admitted that when he thinks of Alba and action and stuff like that, he goes to Luther. Right. And yes. He can't see Luther as Bond. As Bond. Bond. Sure. And that's totally valid. But that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He has but, nothing against I mean, any like, other. Elba is a wonderful actor. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I thought, uh, you know, he was an awful lot of fun, even as Heimdall. Yeah. But this is where I, I go with the fact that, okay, the original Bond could have been the English white guy, mm -hmm. but they, they, they do the fan thing. Have you heard of the fan fiction? Bond is just a name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a no, it's name. It's a title. It's a title, which works because yeah. like there was. We, we, this is a this was a prominent yeah. discussion in one of our previous episodes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it works, I, and I, I'm totally with you Spe on that. Speaking of Bond, just so everyone knows, um, Spectre. Until well, I am looking forward to Spectre. Yeah, it looks good. I, I figured we'd touch on that in the upcoming stuff. Um, I have I have a friend who. Uh, it's not a, sorry. It's not a friend of mine. It's I know a guy who does a uh, like a, a re review show type thing, and he was going. If you liked Skyfall, it's more of Skyfall. Okay. If you didn't like Skyfall because of the whatever, whatever, yeah, you know, whatever it is about Skyfall that you didn't like, that you didn't 
think of was Bond-ish. You will like. There's more of that in in the new movie, so you'll have the exact same feelings about it. But um, just just mentioning about uh, Ian Fleming mm -hmm. and Bond and all that stuff. I've always been curious about the original novels, um, but never ran across them. I I was lousy user of a library until. I started borrowing electronic books from my <laughs> local library, all that stuff. And a while back, I went looking, and it turned out that uh, the Fleming Estate cut a deal for the ebook rights to Fleming's works to Amazon. Okay. And that's not the ecosystem I'm in for my e-reader. You can, I could buy it. I could strip the DRM, convert it over, and stick it on my reader. Whatever, no problem. But uh, I found that rather annoying at the time. The thing is, though, I live in Canada, and until the Trans-Pacific Partnership is actually ratified, everything like that, Canada has a life of the author plus 50 years copyright yes. period. Ian Fleming died in 1964. Hmm, As of January 1st, 2015, you can all of Fleming's works are public domain in Canada. Nice. And so a number of enterprising individuals and companies, all that stuff, including I think uh, random, I think the one that I bought, Random House yeah. or whatever, put together collections. So I picked up the complete works of Ian Fleming for five bucks off of Kobo. Nice. <laughs> I haven't read them yet, but they're all there available to read. So there are some nice things there. Um, not, the, not I don't think it's our target audience, but another author where we get the public domain stuff in the States does not, is of all people, Laura Ingalls Wilder, the lady who did Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Her yeah. stuff is public domain here, but not in the U.S. Right, yeah. But isn't that so, Canadian? Oh, it was American. No, American, yeah. yeah. But because uh, <clears throat> the David Niven, James Bond one, was... Casino uh, Royale. Yeah. Yep, Casino Royale. The original Casino Royale. Yeah, it was a spoof, basically. Yep. As an aging, yep. he's an aging Bond. Yep. Right. And several people are Bond in that, including yes. of all people, Woody Allen. Yeah. Playing Jimmy Bond. Yep. Bond's nephew. It's actually a, a funny movie. So I've heard. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it's, it. I mean, it's not. Is it black and white? No. 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 But, uh, is it David Niven or P it's David Niven? David yeah, he's he's playing Niven, yeah. Bond, like true James Bond. Okay. But it's James Bond later on in his career and everything, right. and it's and it is, it's meant as a comedy. Hmm. Yep. Um, but it's it's funny. Yeah, I do find it interesting that they managed to get all the rights worked out so that uh, they can do Spectre, because that was a royal mess of well, because of different rights. yeah different. Movie productions. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's how Never Say Never Again got made. Yeah. It's because Kevin McClory had the rights to Spectre and Thunder. Basically, he had co-ownership of Thunderball. Yeah. So he went off to I think it was Sony at the time, and they threw gobs of money at uh, Sean, Connery. Sean, Connery, Sean Connery, and Connery came back to do another Bond. Yep. But oh. Sorry, that was the other thing the guy was talking about. Oh, he's going to be British. Sean Connery is Scottish. Um, like, I was going, dudes, don't, don't, don't call a Scottish person 
British. Well, they're part of the British Isles, and and they're like they're officially part of the British Isles, especially, especially not Connery. And then and then there's like oh, but this guy was Irish. Every Scottish uh, nationalist party, not Pierce sense. Brosnan, but Timothy Dalton. He's Irish. And I'm like, you, you don't call an Irish guy British. Yeah, I, I, the Irish, you're right, aren't British because they're not technically part of... They actually are part of Great Britain. Great Britain, yes. yes. Great Britain, yes, but not part of... The Republic of Ireland is not. Right. Northern Ireland is. is right. yeah. But you don't ever call an Irish man yeah, British. And yeah. Scottish, there's a reason the Scottish want no. to break away no. from... You don't, you don't call the Scottish English. Yeah. Mm. They're definitely part of Great Britain. Yeah, but you don't They're call British. They, you still don't call them British. You still don't call British. But they still don't like it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there going, like, uh, an Irishman and a Scottish? I would never ever call British. It's mm-hmm. one of those. Like, no, no. Well, if they, if they are, wait a if minute. They have a British Is Moore the only British guy to actually play Bond? Uh, no. Connery was Scottish. Yep. Um, um, last last week week was Australian. Australian. Yeah, Australian. Uh, Dalton was Irish. Brosnan. Brosnan is Irish. Is he Irish? Uh, is Irish. Yeah. Dalton might be Maybe English. Dalton's British. Dalton could so, be British. So basically, Two. only half the bonds. What, what about Craig? Craig, Craig, Dalton, and Moore. Yeah. So right. half of bonds yeah. have been British. That's pretty good. The rest good. have been from elsewhere in the British Empire. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> they used to be pretty much half the world. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah. Well, so, should we wrap up soon or? Yeah, it's, yeah, gonna gonna it's almost 9.30. We're going to have to. Well, it's also <sighs> almost two hours we've been going on, so this is a long... It's a, it's a long one, but it is an anniversary one. Yeah. And we haven't done one for a while. And we haven't done one for a long time. We've True. got four of us in the room. So, I uh, haven't even talked about the TV shows that I watched. Yeah, <laughs> and we haven't talked about upcoming stuff. Or, no, there's no upcoming... Well, or the Bruce Campbell stuff oh, that came out Jesus yesterday. Christ. Thank Give you. I had to do it. I'm going to cut that out. No, you're not going to cut that I'm going to cut it out. No, you're not going to cut it out. Um... Where is Ash vs. Evil Dead airing in Canada? It's not. Stars is a U.S. thing. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, stars in the We're, U.S. Canada's fucked for this. They've, they've already greenlit season two. Yeah. Um, unless you, somehow, yeah. somehow on the internet you're able to find it. True, but that never happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to wait till it comes out on DVD, like I do with all of Star Wars. Uh, I was going to say, mention something quickly. Zombies. Okay, The Walking... No, no, I, I've given up on Walking Dead. I just can't... Really? Take it. Yeah. I was watching... This is the last season. No, you season five. I started watching... Timothy Dalton is Welsh. Season five? Okay. <laughs> oh, Welsh. Timothy Dalton is Welsh. Yeah, definitely not uh, British. So still part of the British house. <laughs> but yes. you're not considered British. But not English. Not, we didn't, we not never English. said he was Englishman. No. We said he has to be Brit. No, but even still, you don't call them Brits. They're Brits. Yeah. Well, the Welsh are Brits. But I was going to say, no, I started watching season five, and I just went, really... Again, out of nowhere, a zombie horde just shows up. Like, yeah, it happens. They're traveling. No, it's just uh, it's it's too much of a a plot device they use to. But that's the whole point. It's 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 human interaction, and the zombies are the background backdrop. Yeah. yeah, I never I never got into Walking Dead. I I still like it, even though I hate zombies, which is surprising. Okay. Well, it's surprising that I like it, considering the fact that I hate zombies. Apparently, I Zombie is really good. It is. I haven't finished uh, watching the first season yet, but I've watched about half of the first season. Um, weirdly enough, I Zombie is a Show Me exclusive in Canada, yeah. and that. But I actually, I'm actually using that service. It's half decent. Oh yeah, um, I I haven't mentioned this. I mentioned it to the guys, but I haven't mentioned it online or on on the podcast. 
even though I rant and rave about how I'm totally against this whole renting um, uh, scheme that they have online now where all these you pay a monthly fee and you have unlimited access to whatever shows Someone you watch. Netflix. But, but you have to download it. Well, sorry, you stream it. You don't actually download it. It's yeah. never yours. You don't get to keep it. You yeah. can't record it. So I, I, that irks me. And so for the longest time, I've been I, totally against these types of um, um, schemes, I call them. Yeah. But I finally broke down and got Netflix. Yeah. And what's the first thing you watch on Netflix? I'm uh, Daredevil. That's yeah, the first thing I watched. The t- I mean, the, wait, the movie or the no, TV series? No, it's the new TV series. Which is awesome. We've fantastic. talked about Fantastic. I can't wait for season two. Oh my god, so good. Well, I, I really need to um I, I really need to buy a Netflix subscription. I haven't seen Daredevil yet. The first one's oh, free. Jessica Jones is coming Come, out comes on out November twentieth. Yep. And that um it's funny you mentioned Emperor Doom because Main Villain and yep. Jessica Jones. Uh, but definitely, you got to Daredevil, yeah. the, the the TV show. Yeah. I've heard I've heard very good. Things. Oh God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see because um, Charlie Cox, who plays Matt Murdock in yeah. the Daredevil series, um, he was the lead in Stardust. Oh really? I don't know if you ever saw the movie. Stardust. That was a fantastic movie. Awesome. awesome. I just like oh. Vincent. D'Onofrio. Uh, uh, D'Onofrio, who as who, Kingpin. As Kingpin, yeah. he. Is excellent, and all of his henchmen were good. Yes, and they were they weren't they weren't you know like psychopathic. No, except for the Russians were a little psychopathic. Yes. but they weren't like bad guys. Just as like I'm more bad guy because of this. Right, like, yeah. there there was actual reasons behind all the yeah. stuff they did. So it was yeah. it was actually quite. So well. no, I, I really I really I really want to see that. But I Zombie had quite yes, yeah, quite entertaining. Um, I've, I've been impressed with it. Uh, and that. Which is, I know Devram's not a zombie fan. Yeah. Yeah. I hate him so much. What's well, overdone now? The, yeah, the nice it's, thing is is that it is a very different take yeah. on zombies. Yes. It, it really oh, it is. is. Something about she eats the people's brains. She and works then at a, a morgue. Oh, she works at a morgue. Basically, so um, she gets the, the conceit of, of iZombie, which is one of the only things that they really kept direct from comic that it's based on. Okay. They changed an awful lot. But the conceit is is that zombies only turn into the err brains type deal if they don't actually get to eat brains. Oh, okay. okay. They basically So they're kinda of like vampires. If they, they don't get crazy. regular gray matter, mm-hmm. they devolve into the mindless err yeah. okay. brains thing. Although they can go into what the lead character refers to as full-on zombie mode, <laughs> where basically her eyes go red and she starts breaking stuff. Right. Because the strength is there. Right. And everything like that. But another, a side effect of eating brains is memories. that you gain the memories yeah. and some of the, per- some of the stronger personality traits. Okay. Um, one of the more amusing episodes was... She ate the brain of a paranoid conspiracy nut. And she turned a little paranoid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely paranoid. But, um, again, they're, they do a lot of the whole secret identity thing, which I find annoying. Yeah. But she has confided in, over the course of the series, she confides in more, more and more people. of the people that she really 
needed to confide in in the first place, in my opinion. So... Yeah, so if I die, does this mean you're getting my brain? Uh... No? <laughs> really? Well, but, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, Depends where uh, you die. But yeah, I need, I need to get caught up on that, because yeah. we're into the second... Well, yes, yes. Because there's not enough time. But it's also because, like, to me, like, I understand where you're coming from because zombies are the same way they did vampires over. Yeah. Yeah. But what I've realized as far as these streaming services go Mm -hmm. is that less and less I'm interested in actually owning the stuff (laughs) just because I've realized I'm never going to have time to rewatch it. I mean, I have a decent little video collection of stuff that I really, really enjoy, and that. But I could watch a movie a night for half a year and never repeat myself. And in the meantime, there's other stuff that I'd want to be watching, and and so there's still a few that I would like to have just because I really like. Own them or whatever. I would like to finish my Marvel movies collection because I am such a comic book fan from right. way back, and I've really enjoyed the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, so I'd, I'd like to complete that. See, Dwayne, you say uh, that though, and that you don't have enough time to rewatch stuff. But some of us don't have things to distract us, like children. Yes, some of I us know. have Which nothing but time on our hands. Which is fine. This is Which fine is why I'm now going through. 40 some odd seasons of CSI over the yeah. course of a month and a half. Why though? Because <laughs> I, I really like the CSIs. Really? Especially uh, New York. New York, I really like. Yeah, but didn't you tell me once that you watch a lot of them as background stuff yeah. while you're gaming? Yeah, exactly. So I'll have one, I'll have a, uh, the episodes running on my second screen yeah. while I'm playing like Diablo or something, yeah. something have, mindless. Have you seen the finale movie yet, out of curiosity? The finale movie to what? CSI. No. The original CSI, the no, I, finale I, movie. I stopped this watching. I stopped. Sorry, I stopped purchasing the seasons around season eleven. So there's at least two seasons that I'm missing, plus whatever this finale. Movie oh, I have to ask Deb. Yep. How did it go with the snake and the kids yesterday? Fantastic. They loved it. Were these your cousins' kids or? No, no, no. These were the trick or treaters. Oh, really? I have a wrapped around my neck as I answer the door and hand out candy. Yeah. Excellent. So I have a, I have a uh, seven or six and a half foot long. Um, I thought you had uh, two more than one snake. I, I did at one point. Oh. One has passed. Ah. Oh. Oh. I have a red tail boa, who is now around eight years old or seven, seven years old, and I, I wrap around my neck and I answer the door and, and hand out candy to children, and so the children go crazy like, oh my god, can I pet her? Can I pet her? Can I pet her? Yeah. And the parents freak out. Oh, don't touch her! Don't touch yeah, her! Like, oh my god, it's a snake! And they just go running. Like some of them are so freaked out by it. Bro, the kids are just like, we love the it. kids. They, they don't yeah, know fear. Yeah. Although some of the kids have also gone. Ee! Yeah, but most of the girls just yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's always a hit. Our, um, Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. I think we should probably call I think now's an excellent time. In fact, all that stuff might just be cut out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I often just say that and don't actually cut it out. Uh, thanks for joining us for our Season yeah. 3 yeah. podcast. Season 3. Come on. Season our third anniversary. Sh- sh- season 3. We are not a uh, <laughs> TV no. show. No. <laughs> oh, 40 uh, episodes in three seasons. That's... Barely one a month. It's British. We're British. We're British. Or CBC. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're the, we do six shows a season, sort of. Well, um, Sherlock in. does three. Yep. That's true. 
admittedly two hours long, but still. Right, they're, they're movie stuff. quality and movie length. Yeah. So they basically put out two movies or three movies a year. Okay, so we're in between the CBC and the BBC for you know, <laughs> our, 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 our shows, or were the before being picked up oh, for syndication? Well, speaking of CBC, I just want to say oh. one last thing. I watched Schitt's Creek which is this Canadian production of a rich family who lose everything and go to this town where the father bought it for the son on a whim, like as a joke. Yeah. And that's all they have left is this legal property that they've bought, purchased, which is a, a small town somewhere in Canada where, dealing with rednecks and stuff. It's hilarious. It's like the reverse of, um, of Beverly Hillbillies. No, oh. uh, uh, the Texas Gold. The Miss- yeah, Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, fucking so funny. Yeah. Well, it's so good. It's on it's, Netflix. You should watch yeah. it. It's, okay. it's kind of understandable because it is from Eugene Levy. Yeah. And is, Catherine O'Hara. Who is, you know. So it's called Catherine O'Hara. Schitt's Creek. Okay. S C H I T T S. Okay. I T T apostrophe S. Okay. Creek. Right. <laughs> it's so, so good. All right. You're going to hate the characters at, in the, the first episode. Right. But. They kind of grow on you. Okay. So, uh, anyways, anyway, yes, yeah, so thanks thank for, you for our us third anniversary, and we'll be hopefully we'll doing this more often. See you over the next year. Yeah. Well, listen, now that I'm doing the the play podcast, where there's going to be one out almost every week. And I'm hoping to do some more interviews with people. Yep. We've, we're going to have an interview episode coming out sometime in the very near future, right. as soon as I have a chance to cut it and yep. put the bumpers and stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Patrick and Dwayne, for joining us. Yeah. Hey, anytime. Our pleasure. All right. See you guys later. See ya.